Welcome back to the next episode of the Talking Bullshit Podcast. Yes, We're sir. back again for another episode. How's everyone doing today? What's up, guys? Stupendous. Feeling amazing. Because Gus is talking and he ain't unmuting his mic yet. Oh, oh man. I thought I was... Yo, fuck. I thought I was talking. I'm like, how this motherfucker interrupt me? He didn't hear me. My bad. You know what I mean? I keep doing that. I keep forgetting. I told you I'm not going to unmute your mic anymore, bro. This I told guy, you that. Uh, but you know what I mean? I'm doing good. I mean, I'm coming live from the comfort of my crib in my room chilling. Bro, you know? where else the Gus Cave? Be, I could be anywhere. I could be, you know, Miami. I could be in I could be in Mexico. You know what I mean? I could Wait, be anywhere. You, you do you have been traveling like crazy, so that I does mean, kind of sense. I mean shit. You gotta live, you know what I mean? So I feel you. You know what I mean? But do you? I mean, you I don't make, have to live. I am just making sure if I if I get anything, I'm making sure I see all y'all motherfuckers. I don't wanna see you. Gus, I barely want to speak to you. I, I don't three I don't. times a week. I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I know. I'm going. I know. I'm going to a certain part of Queens to visit my man Randy. I know. I'm going to. What the hell you not, nigga? I, I know. I'm going to Flatbush to visit you, is. And I know damn well I'm going to. Um, you don't even know where I live. <laughs> this motherfucker lives somewhere near Coney Island. I'll no, be there. I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I I, I will not see you. Bro. I don't want to see you. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> What's that? Uh, shit, man. It's been a it's been a tough week. We'll get into that a little bit more. But um, I mean, personally, I'm I'm trying to get back to a hundred. Health health ain't been where it's supposed to be. Uh, just trying to get a lot of things <clears throat> focused and and aligned. Uh, my finances have been looking fantastic. That's good, man. When money good, my, your mind is right. But let me ask you a question. It's not even my money. Oh, I mean, my money's swaggy, but it's more like swaggy. Just my fucking my credit's been doing fantastic, That's man. That's good. Let me ask you a question. Um, are you opposed to doing like uh going on Groupon, looking at massages and spa dates for yourself? You know, treat yourself and relax. Am I opposed to it? Yeah. I don't like massages. I I, I used to be asking a, me on a date. Hell, that was that some shit. random shit. Right no, no, no. Are no, 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 no. Like, we, can, we can do guys. No, we no, can do a bro date. No, no, no. What happened was um, two Christmases ago, someone bought me, um, got me a spa, a spa uh, gift. To and due to COVID, I couldn't use it, and they um, ex- extended it till this year, until the end of April. And I ended up giving it away because I'm, I'm a type of guy that feel uncomfortable. You didn't give it to me. I mean, good. I, 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 I give it to one of my homegirls. Uh, but For I'm the type cheeks? of guy. Nah, nigga, I already got. Nah, you know what? <laughs> uh, nah, nah. No, nah, I just gave trouble. it. To, I, I just gave it. To, I just gave it to her because I'm not going to use it because I feel like, I feel like that's a weird gift to give someone for Christmas. Hey, here's a spa day. No, nah, it's it's nice because a lot of people, I think a lot of issues that we have, especially in the black community, is we don't do any self care. Not like that. We wash our ass and pay our bills, but we don't do nothing extra. Mostly because we don't have the time nor the funds to really do extra shit that involves just having a day of just pampering for yourself. I personally don't like massages because. I don't like people touching my feet. One, 
and my back. Like I've had two people walk out of my massage and send different people in for my back. Talking about my back too big, they can't do it. <laughs> so I just, I just find it weird for me because it was just, it was a single gift. I thought it was gonna be like more of like me and that person. But it was for myself only. Oh. I, I, I'm not going to no spa by myself. It just looks weird, in my opinion. Nah, it's nice. I just, I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable with somebody rubbing me down. But I, I want to be with someone, you know, enjoy it together. You got? Have you got a couple's massage before? Never. Never. It's that's, not, why, that's why I thought it was odd to give. You give me a gift of Christmas. You gave me that for myself. You should have been like, like for both of us. Couples massages take you out of it, out of the experience of the massage, because all you're thinking about is what the other person is doing. Even when you're in the same room, like I've gotten one in the same room as somebody, I've been, and the whole time it's just like, you find this funny? Is it weird for you? Like <laughs> instead of just enjoying it. And plus, and plus, this whole thing with this whole uh, Deshaun Watson shit, I'm scared of, if I get massaged by a girl, something might get hard, and she might she might call, might say some crazy shit. So it ain't like she gonna notice the table ain't gonna move, <laughs> your back ain't gonna lift any because you got a Son. little penis. <laughs> Kadeem, you ever you, you, would you get a massage by yourself? By myself, probably not. My wife would have to definitely like force me to go get a massage. Like I've been Why? on, I I just never. I've one. I've never, I've never felt the need to ever get a massage, manicure, pedicure. Like I've never just did that. I'm like that colloquial. Like you know, you think like a guy, you feel like you shouldn't do it. But then my wife has made me do things that I like. Oh shit, this was nice when I think about it. So. By myself, no. But if my wife, if my wife was like, "Yo, we're gonna go get manicures today, pedicures," nah. Like if y'all, if anybody knows my older brother, if you haven't met him, he's like, I have. Like my older brother is, <laughs> yo, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, like my older brother is the like clean shaven, like metrosexual guy, like cares cares about uh, cares about fashion to a T. It's the funniest shit, right? Because he gets manicures and pedicures with his wife, uh, you know he just he, you 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 will probably never see my older brother without a fresh haircut. You'll never see him just like look like a bum because he cares a lot about his appearance. But then you'll talk to him and you talk, and then he talks like a hood nigga <laughs> from Brooklyn. Like, Yo, what's going on? You're like, Yo, what the fuck? Like, like is you met my brother like the wedding and all that? The whole wedding. Whole, like, this nigga is like the hoodest, like pretty boy guy. Like, let me I, just say this right now. Uh, Kadeem comes from a long line of aggressive hood males. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they're not aggressive in a, in 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 the idea of stance, figure, and just be like, nah. Like they they oppress you. They're more aggressive in just the way that they speak. Yeah. Like, Again, Kadeem's father, the best wedding speech it. I ever heard in my life. Yo, we still talk talk about that shit to this day. Like, anyone who's at the wedding still brings that shit up. Funniest shit I ever... Oh, my God. I stopped taking pictures for, for a little bit. <laughs> nah, that shit is funny. But, yo, like, um, that's, that's what... Even my father. My father's a, a light-skinned guy who was, like, a pretty guy, right? We know. Shaggy. And, shut up. Stop calling my father Shaggy. It doesn't look like Shaggy. But, um... Ladies and gentlemen, this nigga's shaggy. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, like I was saying, like if you, my older brother, like yo, you can't even take a picture without him looking at it. Like if you post up a picture of him, my older brother's like, yo, no, 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 let me take a look at that. So, um, it's always one of the the funniest things. Like my brother would pamper himself. I'm, I, I wish, um, I, I wish that I was able to <laughs> be on that same level, uh, as my as my older brother, but I'm just not. But um Tech, you would you uh Tech, would you go do a, a massage by yourself? Uh I've I've never done it. Um 
like maybe if I go on vacation or something like that and it's like an all inclusive kind of thing, I'll do that. But like just to go on a regular day, just to be like, yo, I feel like getting massaged. And I, I, I don't, I don't know if I would do that. Yeah, like random people just touching you up. You know what I mean? It just feels like... Nah, but you, you're looking you at it from deal a with that every way, week. Bro. You pay for sex, bro. What are you talking about? Man, yo, I, yo. Gus, you're looking at it from a, like a, a gay standpoint. Like, you think no, it's no, gay. No, it's, it's, no, no. I just feel like it's just... Maybe, I don't know, but I just feel like it's weird. Like, <laughs> a bunch of motherfucking... Like, just touching you never had up. a one-night stand? I, I never listen. I had one night stands, but I'm just saying, like, so what's the difference? Somebody's randomly. T- I'm gonna feel weird, like, because that's the first time I ever feel weird about randomly putting your dick in a random girl. No, I'm talking about like a massage. Somebody massaging me. And I know, like, and but I'm you vul- like, weird. remember, you're vulnerable at that point. You're just letting your body go. And you're like, vulnerable when you're having sex, nigga. I'm, I take, nigga. <laughs> nah, Gus, Gus, you are vulnerable when you're having sex. What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about, bro? When you nut, that's the weakest point for a man. Oh my god, <laughs> that is the weakest point. Like, you, nigga, you, can, you can get the codes. The, the, the security codes to the water supply when I'm nothing. That's right. <laughs> You're just going to rob the whole state. At that point, I'm done. You got the nuclear launch codes off me immediately, my nigga. I'm giving it all up. I, uh, but I could I would say this. like in my, Even my mother says this about my father. And my father's in the Army. And he, served, he served years in the Army. Us men, we really don't take care of ourselves. Like We think it's like we should... like Demasculating. Yeah, demasculating. Like, we don't... <clears throat> we, think, we think it's good to be walking around with back aches and not take medicine for it. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, fine. Man, and we'll say man up. Man up. I could deal with it. When it's it really and truly, you, it, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be in our 50s, 60s. Like, I, I'm starting to realize that now, and I'm, I've been on this kick where I've been trying to eat a lot healthier. I've cut out, like, all sugar drinks. I only drink water now. Like, if anyone know me, I used to always drink ginger ale and Sprite. Like, I stopped that. I only no, drink water. Drinking. What does that... If I was drinking... Okay, anyway. I'm, I'm, I, the ginger ale? Ginger ale. Uh, that's better. not a cure-all for no. you guys you you got it you you win i give you that yeah that's where you're going with that you got it <laughs> um, but we definitely like i've started realizing that like you gotta take care of yourselves like i have bad eczema and like you'll hear jokes on this podcast where like people say like oh kadeem is dark skin and i'm you know i laugh at it because I, I people make those jokes for years but if anyone's actually seen my true skin complexion or even looks at look at my hands i've seen it like i'm 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 a, I'm a lighter brown shade, like I'm closer to light skin than I am dark skin, but my eczema is so bad that, you know, I have dark patches all over my skin. And, 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 for, and for transparency's sake, when we call him dark skin, it's more because of his tendencies and his actual skin tone. And this nigga sits in the dark and we can't see him. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so. Right now, right now. Can we see Kadeem's face? <laughs> yes, you can. I just have the last one in my bedroom. Oh, yes. oh my God. Yes, can you see? <laughs> Yo, the reason why I, I made this joke I, I is because I do I the see eyes and teeth. You see eyes? Shut up, Gus. I can't you see. You see eyes and teeth? Jesus Christ. Yo, anyway, so like as, as I was finishing up what I was saying, uh, we do definitely got to start taking care of ourselves a little bit more. Um, but just so. We could keep uh, just keep everything a stack and be completely transparent. Uh, just for this podcast, we we we're really trying to brand ourselves as a you know brand our take our brand to the next level, build up that consistency, and um, what we've really been trying to do. Despite the listeners, you know, if even if we have a thousand listeners on one episode or one listener on another episode, we try to be um, as consistent as possible with dropping episodes every week. To tell you the truth, we shot an episode last week. That shit was bad, right? We 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 shot the episode. We did the whole thing. We was about to drop it, and then is first one to say it, like, "Yo, I don't think this is a good episode." We all came in agreement, and uh, it was just an episode that we didn't feel 
matches the brand that we're trying to push out, especially for 2021. Like we like to say that this is season two episode, whatever, but this is not even season two. This is just the rebrand of the talking bullshit podcast. And we don't want to put out episodes where it doesn't live up to the expectations that we set for ourselves. Uh, so the four of us, you know, we made the choice to not put out the put out that episode. We may down the line drop it as like a blooper so y'all can hear some of the stupidness. But really and truly, last week the the um, the that's actually a really good idea. I like that idea of dropping it as like a blooper or something. Yeah, because it was really, bad. It, it was, was fucked bad. up. Yeah, like the 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 topics were. I'm I'm sorry. Gus came up with some shitty topics that made absolutely no sense. So it, we started talking. And, no, about- no, and and to say the complete thing. Randy didn't go through the topics and flesh them out, so it was all over the place. I, yeah, I'll take my part in that. Randy did that as well. Me and Israel would talk about a topic, and then we would just veer off into something else. Right? It it was just <laughs> it, was, it was just an episode that like like me and it was Israel. Incoherent. Yeah, it had no flow. It was incoherent. It was bad. And to be honest, it just wasn't up to what we feel now and we've been at this for over a year and I, I, I can tell you right now that from the start of where we started at to where we are now is a completely different level as far as uh our recording the way that we speak to things <clears throat> it just felt like we revisited that first couple episodes last week like yeah. we went we, we traveled back in time to give you some bullshit and like like Kadeem said we just we want to be consistent and fair in making sure that we're moving forward Last week was not a move forward episode, yeah. So we uh we didn't put it out, yeah. So just for my brand, what it's we all Randy's fault. It, it it it's all Randy's fault. He was just he last week he was just and music. That nigga was no tech. To give you guys to, to give you guys like an idea, right? Somebody thought in their mind that we should make a topic about that seven year old kid who raped the 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 person in Long Island or wherever it was. I still want to laugh. Right. Yeah, see, he's laughing. Right? <laughs> if you listen to the episode, I'm the so f- sorry. I literally said I literally reading reading the topic mid-sentence, I literally go, Do we even know what the fuck is going on here? And everybody was like, No, no. And then Gus goes, Nah, I just put it in the podcast, just talk about it. <laughs> how do you start off by saying how do you start off by saying um Someone and then and actually fucking put out their name out there like that. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. You know, you know what seems funny? Just just to, just to get Gus off the off the hook, right? So as we're reading through it, I said, "Fuck, this is this looks like it's gonna go off the rails." So I Google searched while we were recording. I Google searched the topic, and I started. I found the main one that had like the interviews and everything for for the lawyers, and like the second and third line goes. They ain't too many details to the story. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we can't, I can't help anything here. They, the dude said, they were asking the questions about what, what was happening. He said, there's not too many details to this. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, we that just was literally that. the flow. I think our best topic was Kim Kardashian becoming a billionaire. So and we didn't even talk about her. And we didn't even <laughs> talk about that. If anything, maybe we don't put out the whole episode. We can actually put out just a clip of that part of it since it was actually pretty good. We could do Maybe that. Maybe we can do that. Right, we could so do that. We could drop in the story every time so one of us read the topic, just so you could hear how like disheveled we were trying to get this shit. To, next get time, shit next to time we have a terrible episode, Gus gotta post a picture of himself with no do rag on, with no do rag, no hat, <laughs> all hair. <like. laughs> Listen, and, and Randy gotta post a, a topless pic. 
What? That, that's crazy. Uh, oh, so it's topless for you because you got breasts. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so but any normal man would be with a shirt anyway, on. Anyway, so we gonna bring this back. We don't. This this is what happened that last episode. Like anyway, so just to finish off what we were saying last week, um, we have we're having a we have a brand that we really want to put out. There's a lot of things coming down the pipeline, and consistency is our main focal point going forward. So and the respect and the respect of all you listeners as well. We're not gonna put out bullshit just to be able to maintain. Hey. We kept consistency going. If it's whack, we're not going to put it out for y'all because we respect y'all too much. Yeah. So the talking bullshit podcast is only going to be as good as our weakest link. Last week, our our literally our topics was our weakest link. We didn't feel that it was it lived up to that uh, brand that we want. So going forward, as we said, uh, this is so far starting off as a better episode. Yo, wasn't the was was the starting question last week the flats the flats and drums? No, Chicken? that wasn't last week. It was, well, no, what was it? Last what was what was it last week? Uh, favorite dishes to make or something like favorite, that. Like, yeah, like the starting question didn't even make like sense. Just turn it into a food podcast. Like, yeah, what's yeah, going it on? even makes sense. You you want to hear the difference in skill on a podcast? That's what the favorite question, the, the starting question was. I don't know who the fuck did this, but the starting question this week is who's your favorite porn star and why? Like, listen to the the, the banger in that and the difference in what Let's we're going go. through. So we're gonna go into this. I start. We gonna hold up. We gonna go into this like the talking bullshit podcast that we are. Don't hold your shit back. So who's your favorite porn co- favorite porn star? Are and why go ahead uh as you can hit it up so uh i mean now still to this day i think it's always she's always gonna be my rank number one uh it's it's uh jasmine cashmere this nigga man gus said it like that's his real girl <laughs> yo <laughs> Let me yeah, tell you go something. Go on, go on. That's man. why I wanted to go first. Shit, that's who I was used to say. be. It used to be for a while. It was Carmen Hayes. And I don't know why, because I'm not into the like large breasts. Uh, it's just I think because she put her legs behind her head, like she just looks. Yeah, she's so, so I was like, more flexible than you would actually think when you see her. Yeah, like, she looked Whoa. like she's sixty. Oh, you seen her in person? No, no. I mean, for for a short while, I think everybody's favorite porn star was Pinky. I love Pinky. I ain't going even. Nah, not anymore because she has amorphously transformed into. And then that whole situation with her father <laughs> down is part of her production co- um, company or some shit. Her oh, dad. wow. You know yeah. a lot yeah. of info. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Damn. You know the behind this. Yeah, I'm good nah. on that. Her pops is a part of her production team? Yeah, her pops. For she, porn? Son, she, it was some shit on World Star with her and her dad. He was locked up and she tried to get him. Bro. It was a whole bunch of shit, man. But yeah. She, I, I did hear something like her dad used to watch her videos and like shit like that's like nah, fucking disgusting. Why he's in prison? Why he's in prison? <laughs> nah. Why he's in prison? You can't just jerk off to your daughter, my nigga. That's dude. Nah. <laughs> I wish we didn't say this. <laughs> this is and this is the new brand of the Talking Bullshit podcast. This is uh, what we're nah, but about. Jasmine Cashmere. Um, if anybody has ever seen her, they would understand. Just visually, even if she wasn't a porn star, she is a beautiful woman. Like just a, she's a beautiful woman in the face, and and she nasty, mm-hmm. she nasty. I don't really watch a lot of like heterosexual porn. I usually watch like lesbian porn. Uh, really? I mean, I just don't like seeing other penises. No, I I don't. I look past penis, but like lesbian porn is boring to me. I can't exactly. I can't except except for when Jasmine as Cashmere as got rock. what? What's 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 the what's the uh the dark skin chick that Jasmine Cashmere be with a lot? Oh. She she nasty as shit too. They just be 
straight squeezy squeezy squirting each other's faces. I just be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, I don't need no type of fucking script. Don't don't talk. Who who's listening to you guys try to figure out your electrical situation before you eat each other pussy? I'm not trying to hear that. Let's go. Wow. Okay. All right. You watch porn and you listen to the story? No, I don't. I, I skip through videos. I don't. I don't. I can't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is is who was who? I'm not trying to hear about how you got stuck in the in the the washer and she just came to pull you out and decided to eat your pussy in the meantime. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta watch porn <laughs> the stories, man. I'm sorry. They gotta be make me engage. I'm sorry. A weirdo. Weird, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If if you like me personally, like say for example, you're watching a flick where a lady her car is broken down and some random guy comes and save her, you know, he, and she rewards her with some buns. I like to hear the story. I like to watch the story. I'm sorry. But um Why? I don't know. Just I like me personally, I'm a person that no one can ruin a, a movie for me because I like to hear the the whole watch the whole details. And just figure out everything. About, not even figure it out. Just watch everything. I just like to know how it led to that point. So that's what that's what I like to do. And but it's porn. I know, but it has to be a story behind it. I just can't go straight to fucking. You got it. Has to be a story. That's crazy. You know, maybe it's because I can go straight to fucking in my real life. You know what I mean, yeah. Like I mean, that's 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 regular, man. You know me. I don't tell. I tell you, bitch. Listen, bitch. <laughs> Bro, who's your favorite porn star other than Jasmine Cashmere, man? All right. Uh, I would have to say Beauty Dior. She's not much of a looker, but she's a nasty ass freak. Man, by name Beauty Dior. I'm look her up. Beauty you don't Dior. know who Beauty Dior is by name, bro? This nigga is crazy. I don't, wow. know, I don't know who Beauty Dior is either. I'm looking. I'm looking crazy. Up. I'm Let me switch to private browsing first. Oh, that's hundred percent. Yo, Google private browser. My phone, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, but like, but like, we about to get in trouble. But she, but she, <laughs> no, no. Well, nah, she's not. She's work, bro. She's, she's not much work. of a. She's not much of a looker, but she puts in work. Kadeem, you looked up at the same time. Y'all wilding, man. Yo, she puts in work, bro. Yo, I'm right there with you, Gus. I'm right there. She puts in work, man. Listen, like she She is a freak working on her face, son, man. She puts in work, man. Like watching her, see her ass. You'll see why. See her ass, and you see what she puts the work that she puts in. You be like, damn. I guess I'm gonna find me a beauty Dior porn and I'll rate it. Right now, it's looking like you guys are just disgusting. man, who's next? Um, I could I I don't really have a favorite porn star, so I don't I I, I it's literally I'll just scroll through until I see something. But if I'm thinking uh, there's people like Harley Dean and who the fuck is that nigga? Of course it's gonna start with a car. Oh, Harley Dean. Harley Dean is fire. She's a she is fine ass chick. You know, I don't know that. Go look that up. Type in Harley. You know who that is, Randy? I don't know who that is. Oh, I, she's she's I want she's to go look up she, Harley Dean. That's talk about Beauty Dior. She is as far fire. as looking, Harley Harley Dean is beautiful. Fire. I, I like Harley Dean. Um and she nasty. And she nasty. First facts. Um Cody Bryant. She's, she's like Bryant. a she's like a poor man skin diamond. Ooh. No, don't do the skin. Me. You skin diamond? Yeah, but she don't know skin diamond. Now I want to hear something so crazy. That girl Harley Dean that you're talking about, a few years ago I went to a Zilla movie party. And she was there, and yeah. she was the prettiest fucking woman in the room. Cause now I just look at her. I have pictures that I took of her and everything. Yo, you are absolutely right. She that is, woman I'm sorry, is fucking I'm good. beautiful. I'm good. Do, uh, I did had you look at her? No girl? idea. She, I had, had no you know, idea. Really Dean is girl. Listen, no, I, no, I you are wilding, girl. You are fucking wilding. This, this, this is the reason why I say this is I'm good on it. Trust me, pretty girls. She's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but she ain't 
She ain't making it nasty. Her like shit like her. Mm-mm. Are you she watching? Got, have you seen her porn? No, no, no. no. She too, to so, me personally, I want so, that shit nasty. So I'm talking. So, about, but if you excuse have my a, language, view listeners, if I nut on the floor, I want you to lick that shit off the floor. You know what I mean? That's how nasty I want you to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? She ain't nasty, son. That ain't nasty, son. You know Trust what? That's, you know so, what? that's so funny to me. You know why that's even funnier? You know how many people walk up to me talking about they listen to the podcast and then Gus is the nice guy. I am the nice guy. Just you know how many people walk up to me telling me I'm so wrong for how I bully Gus? Yep. You're always picking on him. <laughs> yep, Gus yep. just said, if I'm not on the floor, I want you to lick it up. I'm just saying that. And if like you say nasty. no, you got to get out of my house. I didn't say no <laughs> shit like that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, yo, I, I guess I, I don't, I, I don't need you to look. Harley Dean is nasty. Harley Dean is. You think she's nasty? You think she's nasty? She just nasty. You don't know who Skin Diamond is? I don't. I've never heard nobody named Skin, Skin Diamond. De- Skin Diamond is nasty. Look at Skin Diamond. She nasty. She you looks small. I'll say this, girl, but she nasty, man. We all, did we all say who we got? Nah, no, I didn't Tech Dingo. Real quick before we go any further. Nah, go ahead, Tech. I'll say that. Harley, nah, but Harley, She's, Harley Dean skin, is damn, skin, damn, skin, skin, skin Diamond is like a twig, She's little, man. She's a twig, Come on, nah, man. But she, but she's, she's not a... She is called Skin Diamond. That's the thing that shocked you about her. She was skinny as shit off because she's yeah, no, because skinny. She's so nah, skinny nah, and you nah, watch nah, what she does, you'll be like, yo, how's this she be, girl doing? She be wilding. She be wilding. She's the same size as that girl that be like, and all that shit. That song, or whatever. I don't know what I that, don't is. Know what that is. <laughs> that girl, it sounds like you're trying to roll your arms. No, 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 no. Um, Benzino's you know, daughter. What, what song is it? Grr, grr, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> daughter, man. Nah, 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 no. Nah. I don't know this what nigga that can't was. Randy, life. Nah, Randy, grr, talking, grr, no, I don't no. know what you're talking about, bro. Benzino's daughter, Benzino daughter, the popular rapper. She got that song called Grr, Grr, or whatever. She's skinny like that. Never mind, man. Benzino's ugly. I mean, look, let tech go, but everyone could like what they like. I think Harley Davidson's fire. My porn star, she didn't do that many movies, um, but her name is Luana Alves. She's oh, a Brazilian Jesus girl. Luana, and Luana, if you I see like the you. ass on this woman, bro. I tell you, I like some nasty shit, but Brazilians be just too nasty for me. Super nasty. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they be like, they be taking anal and all that shit to the rim, yo. They OD. It's mostly because they're terrible at speaking English, and Brazilians always speak in English in porn. Do y'all not like, know? Like, they're like, you like, you like, you like, daddy. Do y'all not know what this girl looks like? Why does Michelle Russian? What's her name? Is this? I, I just sent. I just sent to the group chat. Y'all can just look. No, no, no. You got. You got to see the full version of her, bro. This nigga see the full version. You said it's a porno. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro I'm good. I didn't intend to watch a porno. <laughs> Yo, Listen, this guy. He said it's a porno, and he needs. Hold on. Yo, I got a couple. I got a couple issues with the porno that he sent us because this nigga sent us from the oldest porn site. Any niggas that watch videos of X videos, bro, that shit. <laughs> be, that shit still got a Microsoft two thousand one fucking background. I don't, even, so, I don't even fuck with X videos after Pornhub did that shit where they're like, we we got rid of all the videos if they're not confirmed eighteen and older. I'm scared to watch porn on any other site but Pornhub, bro. So how the hell did you pull this video up so quick? Fuck, I didn't open that up in a private tab. Fuck! Why? Uh, why, why what's the problem? Because that shit gonna show me my history, over. nigga. God damn! They're gonna be niggas. Just go to your settings. Go to your settings and clear that shit they're up. Gonna, they're gonna send a stop and desist letter to his house. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I'm more for the you know the big booty girls. You know I like the Cherokees and stuff like that. But and Luana she just beat got up, everything. Nah, her ass a little too big. Nah, Cherokee. Cherokee yeah. Nah, Cherokee look like she just got. <clears throat> it's like too much mileage on that bitch, man. Why do you gotta refer to this? Can I say this? Can I say this? 
Nah, but son, she looked like a you I, know how a, a nice pickup truck, and after having it for like ten years and shit like that, she looked like that. <laughs> That's Gosh. a workhorse, and y'all think that's so? a nice one. I, I only like watching me personally. I prefer to watch black women. Uh, that's just that's just me. Uh, I have no interest in the white moan. It just is not a moan for me. I, especially porn. Real life is different. I used to be like porn, that. Porn white moans I don't are the worst moans ever. White girls moaning in porn is so fucking annoying and generic. It really just like that's an immediate turn off. That it, it sounds so disgusting to me. Like, oh my god, daddy! Like, not no, not all you, white porn sounds like that. <laughs> so I don't know what to you're me, talking. It's, it's either that or they they close to saying nigga, and I'm good with either one. That but I say that. Yeah. Now I say this. I don't like watching. I, I, first, I don't really watch heterosexual porn, but I I hate black girls that only fuck white niggas. Like that shit's so weird to me. Granted. A lot of these white productions are where the money is at, so I understand why they stay in that route. A lot of white girls, I, I, I can't. I, it's just so weird. It's so weird. Pink, pink appendages are just. It's on. It's just on there. I mean, you know, you never had a Becky. Yeah. I know. That's not the one. same thing. That's something wrong, man. I, well, hey, first man, of all. She definitely raped me because I was only fifteen and she was an adult. Wow, she raped me. Okay, we're gonna go to another. To no, we gotta now. We gotta no. take care of some of this trauma. We don't care about your trauma. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna you gonna file a file a, compl- a lawsuit? Like after, like, nah, after like yeah, 15, like, 20 years, I have no idea who. I have no idea what that chick's name is. Cool. We um, called her Snow. Anyway, so that's our starting question for today. Um, <laughs> so magical, so magical. <laughs> great way to lead into this next topic. <laughs> Wait, so before we go this to this topic, together. before we go to this topic, I did want to bring up one quick thing, really quickly. Uh, us in the black community, um, and I, this is not for this is not planned. This is not for anybody who agrees. With, uh, you guys don't have to agree with what I'm about to say here, but uh, us in the black community, we really need to uh, stop being the detriment to our own growth. And what I mean by that is. Uh, I have a lot of friends uh, with this vaccine situation where they're bringing up and pretty much spewing out ridiculous information that's based off of just opinion uh, without actually doing any type of uh, like research and check on their things or check on their information. Uh, the Johnson Johnson vaccine did. Uh, there's a pause on that. And that is, a, you know, a serious thing. Uh, there were I think there was like six women that caught blood clots. One woman passed away, which, you know, unfortunate. And now I'm noticing and I'm seeing with my friends that everyone is saying like, oh, this means that they're doing this because uh, vaccines are bad. Uh, they're trying to take vaccines so they can control and hurt black people. Like we're, we're saying all these things and it's a, a very big detrimental cycle that we're putting into our own community because that's not the case. I have a friend and my friend listens to this podcast. And this is directly to you. His exact statement was they made this vaccine in one year. And this is exactly what's happening. They're killing off our own people, which is a blasphemous statement because the vaccine, just for if anyone hasn't known, has not been made in one year. They've been doing research on this vaccine since the early 2000s because SARS and MERS, which is the same form of COVID, it's COVID, it's a a family of COVID, um, they've been doing that research. You can't push out a vaccine if you don't have funding. 
when you get backed by the government to gives you that gives you unlimited funding, you can push and do any and every type of uh, testing you can. And that's what happened in 2020. They, uh, the world gave unlimited funding to all these companies. I said, whoever comes out with the vaccine first, where that, which that was Pfizer, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, all of that. Please let's not push out a narrative based off of like thoughts and, and opinions to not get a vaccine. You do not have to get a vaccine, but do not down talk and tell people that they're stupid for not for choosing to get a vaccine. Right? If you live in New York and you went to public school, you have a vaccine in your body. Because you couldn't go to school many without you, vaccines. Many you have mumps. You have the mumps vaccine. You have rubella. You have if you're born tuberculosis. If you were born after ninety, if you're born after ninety five, you have to get the chickenpox vaccine. Like people don't understand, and I, I hate when I hear this anti-vaxxer black community type of rise, and they're saying that they're trying to kill, they they're trying to kill off the black people. That that's ridiculous. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine gave out over six million doses. Six people got blood clots. That's one in a million. We fuck girls and want them to go on birth control because we don't want them to get pregnant. That's one in 1,000 women on birth control gets blood clots. So let's keep that same energy. If, you, if you're so scared about a vaccine, let's not put women on birth control because we want to fuck and not have a child. But people don't understand that level of logic. And then we push this out in the hood and no one gets a vaccine. And then now it looks like we're going to say that all the white people, they're not going to have COVID and they're going to be fine. And they're going to say, oh, they, they did all of this because they want to trap the black people in. But the world is giving you a chance to get the vaccine. The vaccine is free. Right? So I just wanted to say, to put this out here, let's really stop putting out detrimental information simply because of our own fear and insecurities. I can tell everyone I've gotten both doses from Pfizer, right? I am not in perfect shape. I am not in a, I'm not this tall, clean, clean, you know, tell of uh, health right here. I got both, uh, both shots. I'm perfectly fine. Everyone's saying shit like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen to you long-term. You don't know what's going to happen to you long-term if you take Tylenol. And I, I wonder if a lot of people know that Tylenol, there's, if you take Tylenol, it's possible for you to get an autoimmune disease where your body attacks itself and you can literally kill yourself. But people don't understand those type of things, but people take Tylenol and Excedrin when they have a headache. Let's really stop killing our own community with false knowledge. This is a horrible thing that's uh, that's really a plague in our community. Now, yes, to bring that on, we're going to go to the next topic, right? DMX. I don't even need to give a background. DMX is hands down one of the most influential rappers. He is one of, if not, probably the most, one of, if not the most unique rapping style figure from the 90s into the 2000s. He, he rapped, he flowed differently. He, uh, he, he, he kept, like, people always give, like, Kanye West, like, the Jesus Walk mantra, like, he was rapping about God and stuff like that. But DMX was doing this for years and years on end. Way before Kanye. Way before Kanye, but Kanye gets off the Jesus walks and all of that, you know? And DMX, obviously a drug user, right? I'm going to say this shit up. DMX passed away last week to a drug overdose, right? And people don't understand how serious that is, right? He, This is someone that's so influential to the game. Like, I, I will, this weekend... For no reason at all. And I could care, I don't care what anyone said. Because people say, like, oh, when was the last time you listened to DMX? I did not listen to another song besides every DMX album I have on my phone and, you know, in my house. And then I, you, I, I started to listen to, to music more intently. And it's literally the Nipsey Hustle effect that happened to me. That I'm loving music from DMX so much more 
than I, you know, you love them more when they're alive, uh, when they're dead than when they're alive. And this, this is someone that's in our black community that passed away due to a drug overdose. Um, so to just, so what the topic is right now, uh, basically to give you guys a background, he, uh, he 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 overdosed. He stayed in White Plains Hospital uh, for for about a week. Uh, he had no brain function. After a while, uh, his family had to come to a decision to, to uh, pull the plug. Uh, he had to come to a decision to pull the plug. He he definitely was dealing with. Uh, he was dealing with how how long was he dealing with uh, his first drug overdose? Was it like the the late nineties when he first ever? I don't know if anyone knows. I think it was I don't know if that was his, his first drug overdose. Yeah, the He'd most been public in one. And out of, he had been in and out of prison since the eighties. Since the eighties, and and in the eighties, he was a uh, he was still a teenager. So we're talking about like from juvenile onward. So he'd been dealing with drugs maybe since he was fourteen, uh, maybe a bit earlier than that. But his first like. It, well, I wouldn't even say it was a dive into it because it wasn't uh, by his choice, but his first like heavy dabble uh forced on him was when he was 14 so he might have been getting high even younger than that and, and there was a story like it was his og that laced his weed or something like that when he was yeah a he, uh, he sprinkled he sprinkled crack on it and and that's where and this this goes to what i was saying with the vaccines and like the black community uh he was detrimental to a figure look at what dmx is so anyway the the topic for the the, the question for this topic is what impact uh, did DMX have on us, and you know what what impact did DMX and his music had on us? Um, I'm just gonna start right this. I know typically we change it up, but I could say me personally, I didn't realize how much I loved DMX's music because I for, like I mean Angus got into an argument a couple episodes ago, might have been last season when I was like DMX was hasn't been nobody for, since like his third album, some shit like that, right? And it was episode 14. Episode really? Episode 13. Okay, episode 13. <laughs> so, it was episode 13 last season. Uh, episode 13 last season. And I don't, I don't know why you remember that. But um, when I was listening to his music and I was just listening to, like, I was actually, I wasn't just listening to his music because I want to blast it and be heard by everybody. But I was just, like, literally zoning out listening to his music. And besides, like, the slipping, falling, can't get up those songs, like, there was other music that he had that, like, you could hear his pain in his music, and I'm like, damn, I love this guy's song, this music anymore. So, for me personally, the impact he had on me, his impact was more on my childhood, and it brought back memories. I remember just being with my father, hanging out with friends when I was a kid, um, cursing to his music without my parents knowing and shit like that. Like, his music brought back joy to when I was younger. Right, like there's a song "Where the Hood At." I remember being on my bike with my CD player, singing "Where the Hood At." Like I remember that shit, and I was in fucking Crown Heights. Like I remember that shit. So his impact and his um, what his music did to me, it just it brought me back to my childhood, and it made me really, it made me, for lack of a better word, it made me realize that like life is too short. Right, like uh, he, it brought back those memories of how quickly I was a kid, and now I'm an adult, and I have a kid, and like you don't even realize things. Like my, I started, I started thinking more, more, uh, more deep about like how I, I'm unhealthy, and I need to do better. Like I, I'm a parent to children, and I have to realize what the fuck I'm doing, you know. So um, that's my take on that. Um, I'll let everyone get their fair share off. I'm gonna uh, mute my mic on this one. So you guys go ahead. Well. DMX, man, I'm a big DMX is my like top five favorite rappers. Um, his death really hurt me because I grew up listening to his music, 
watching my older cousins argue about who's better, DMX or Jay-Z, <clears throat> and hearing the first time, hearing his first album, Dark and Hell is Hot, that shit had me like, what the fuck, going, thinking I was a rough rider. Thinking I wanted to get I wanted to get a motorcycle and do wheelies and wild out, you know, just because DMX did it, because he had a he was that guy, man. He made it cool to be the dog, man. Like, and as I got older, I realized in his music and I started grasping his lyrics to understand he was telling a story about his life. And I noticed now in today's society where most rappers usually just tell other people's story or make fabrication about their story, but he was actually telling his story, actually living it. And it just let me know that no matter how much money you made or wealth or success that you get, you still can bring trauma to those situations and you can you can never be healed. So just because you have fame, all the women, all the money, all the all the stardom, you still can be suffering from from, you know, drugs and addiction. And like, I'm just still stunned and I can't believe he's dead. He passed away. Because I honestly thought that if DMX would have stayed on the course that he was on in the early 2000s, he would have probably been on the same level as Jay-Z as far as rap, as one of the rap tier gods. And to me, he's still he's still a god amongst men in, in rap. He's, he's not my top five favorite rappers. And I just thank him so much for giving me a childhood that watching people ro- ride motorcycles, praying, and he, he actually brought... He actually prayed for everyone and always wanted people to to be good. And I just honestly pray for his family. And I honestly don't, I'm lost for words because this is something that really hit hit home because this is my childhood right here. DMX was like the rap God and he's gone, but I hope he's up in heaven, you know, doing what he got to do, doing what he got to do best, man. Um, so much the same, I guess you're gonna you're gonna hear, it, and it's not gonna be repetitive, obviously, because we are one being New Yorkers. DMX brought a level of grittiness that most people don't understand what it's like growing up where we grew up, right? Growing up in the hoods that we grew up in, and that real New York grit that was DMX. For me, born and raised in the Bronx. DMX was from Yonkers. That's around the corner from us. Literally, before you get to the edge, before you get to the end of the Bronx, the Bronx is the most northern borough we have. Before you get all the way to the top, Yonkers literally has a cutoff where you turn a corner in the Bronx, right after you come right out the two train station at 233rd Navy. And you turn a right and you walk up and they go, Welcome to Yonkers. A big ass sign, as if it were a completely different place. And so for me, that was always connected. I know it's Yonkers. It's not necessarily a Bronx, but that but DMX repped the Bronx. And sometimes he'd be talking about it like, yeah, BX. And he'd throw it up. And that shit made me really proud. He uh, he meant a lot to me because he represented the truthfulness and the artistry of what rap is to me. I mean, I talk about it even now when I talk about listening to newer artists, how I can't get with it because there's no lyricism to it. I'm a poet myself. Not a rapper, but I am a poet. So when it comes to being able to take words and give them more meaning and put a story behind what you're saying, it means that much more to me. For him, it meant a, it meant a lot to me, a lot of what he was saying, because I lived those words. 
maybe not to the fullest extent, but I grew up in foster care. I had physically abusive parents. I had mentally abusive parents. I had physically and mentally abusive foster parents, drug addict parents, drug addict foster parents. And so it was something to attach to as a means of success where there was no visual representation of success for me. And the, and, and the reason why I could deem that I know those episodes is because as soon as he passed, I went back to listen to those episodes because I knew those were the ones that we talked about DMX. And the reason why I knew that is <laughs> just me being OD. Uh, but I went back to, to, to listen to us have those conversations about DMX proud because we were giving that man his flowers beforehand and can't nobody take that away from us so when i say those episodes can't nobody be like oh talking bullshit is just jumping on this train trying to give dmx's thing we've been authentic about the way that we felt about dmx from the beginning even when you were and i wouldn't even say questioning right we were going into a versus battle which is why we were having that conversation and you were just talking about you know the opportunity for him to be able to display this many records and it was a that's why we had that conversation and I was able to go back to it and just re-listen to it. I was like, I feel good. Like, yo, me and my niggas was definitely fucking, like we've said, we stayed it in there and I even posted it to my Instagram. I'm a DMX go hard. And we talked about it from jump. So can't nobody take that away from us. Um, I mean, there's just so much about his struggle, about his ability to be vulnerable because even people that rap and they're able to tell their stories, they do so with a certain truthfulness to it. He did it with 100% truthfulness to it. Listening back, and and even then I had gone through my, uh, even before he passed, like right after he passed, I was going through my Apple Music, and I was like, damn, DMX is in my top my top recent searches. He was right there in my top recent searches. I posted a video of me actually going there and showing it, because I was like, this nigga's always been there with me. Um, just musically, though, who else put out two platinum albums in one year? How many people, how many artists can say they put out, and this is before streaming. And the reason why people need to understand why that's so significant is because you actually had to go out to a store. You had to go out to a store like um, Tower Records, uh, Sam Ash. What else they had out there, Tech? Virgin Megastore. Virgin. So, yes, they were out. CDs and shit like that, you know? They had album stores, but if you really wanted to, one, it was a it was a big time for bootlegging, and niggas buy bootlegs because one is cheaper, and bootlegs tend to come to you. But niggas was actually going to stores and buying this man's music, and he did twice. Not even that far. How many? Do, do y'all remember how far apart? Like eight to nine months were? or something like that. Yeah, I know this. So that's not to be honest. Eight months is not. It's a long time, but are you really fully getting a grasp of a full album? Within eight months before you go, I'll take more of his music. And, and and what you got the thing that's crazy about what you're saying is like when you even think about somebody's first album, they had their whole life to do their first album. Mm-hmm. This man spent his whole life making that album and then was able to turn out another very successful album in less than a year. And then that's after crazy. that one, he dropped another one. I forgot the name of it. Uh, what's the name of the album? The second bro, one was Fashion Fresh Fresh you, you can you can look it up. You have a phone in your hand, bro. So what the first one is dark and hell is hot. Then was it flesh in my flesh, blood in my blood? I think it, and then there was X. I think that's and then right. there was X. Yeah, that was a good album too. He he just anybody that's a real hip hop fan because I think there's a big difference between hip hop and rap. Anybody that's a real hip hop fan felt this, 
And it doesn't it doesn't mean that you had to get emotional. It doesn't mean you had to cry about it. But you felt it because he meant a lot in in terms of just being a man's man. I, I'll end this with this real quick. My first ever time, first ever time I went to Cali, my very first night in Cali. So I landed sometime in the afternoon from New York. So I took a nap because <laughs> I don't know if you ever took that six hour flight, but that bitch is terrible. I landed uh, first night. Me and my boy went to went to Staples Center. So I was like, yeah, I want to see Staples Center. So we go to Staples Center. We go look around. DMX concert going on. And I bought and bought tickets. Oh, we got to go see DMX. Yeah, you sure? It's your first night. You don't want to? Nah, got to go see him. So I paid to go see DMX. And I, I cursed out some girls inside the, <laughs> while we were at the concert. Because DMX stopped in the, middle of his, in the middle of his concert to speak through a... Uh, he did a prayer in the middle of the concert. If y'all don't know, DMX prays. One, he does a prayer song and a prayer on every album. But he does it in the middle of his concert. So he stopped doing his prayer. And these girls going to go... Is he really praying right now? He was just rapping about shooting people. Hey, hey, bitch, you don't. <laughs> and I, I know I don't really like calling women bitches, but I did. Hey, bitch, you, you really must not know who this man is. This is what he do. This is this is exactly what he do. And uh, you know they got scared, <laughs> but it was a uh, it was an amazing experience. I got videos of that that I, I posted one and a whole bunch of memories. And the shit is crazy. You know how Facebook memory tells you what you did. However long ago, those videos popped up last week, a couple days after he died. So he died a few days after the first time I ever seen him in concert. But love that, man. Ted, you go ahead. So, um, you know, I, I, I've dealt with a lot of people in the music industry and stuff. You know, I take photos. And one of the main things that I've, I've come to learn is that, you know, people always tend to put on a show. Like who you see on TV and what you see. And interviews and stuff like that, they're all media trained and they're all, you know, trained to say and do the right thing. The thing that I truly appreciate about DMX is that DMX was DMX no matter where he was. He was in an interview, he was DMX. He was on stage performing, he was DMX. If you saw him on the street walking down the street and you just wanted to take a picture with him, he was DMX. And yeah, he had flaws. He had issues with drugs. Yes, he has a whole bunch of kids. Yes, he has, you know, a very extensive, you know, police record. But DMX was who he was. And I can appreciate that because people are living these lives. And now with the age of social media and how everybody wants to put forth that they're perfect and everything is amazing, you know, somebody like DMX is is a breath of fresh air because he made it and did everything how he wanted to. He always maintained who he was. He always was authentic. He was a hood nigga from Yonkers. He didn't care who he was talking to. He, If he was going to a gala or something, he would show up in Tim's because that's how DMX was. And we, we, lost, we, lost, we lost a big one. Like, we were celebrating, you know, when Jay-Z turned 50 and, you know, Steve Stout turned 50. DMX was only 50 years old. He literally had another 30, 40 years of being just DMX to go. And finally, you know, his demons caught up to him. And... A lot of people are, you know, shifting the blame, talking about everybody like, oh, you know, who was with him, who was making sure that he was doing what he was supposed to do. And, oh, he was on drinks champs. They shouldn't allow him to drink anything like that. DMX is who he's going to be. He's DMX. Nobody was going to stop him from doing what he was going to do. If DMX slid back into, you know, his drug addiction and stuff like that, he would own it. 
He never shied away from it. He was always willing to speak on it. And that's why I appreciate him. You know, it's very, very sad that he's gone. And DMX lived a very tumultuous life. The only time that you really, really saw him truly happy is when he was talking about his kids. And I feel so bad for all those children that are not going to be able to have their father. But 17 of them. Yeah. Yeah. In in my mind, I, I think DMX probably was okay with he even said it on drink champs he literally said if i drop dead right now i would be okay because i had a good life and then a few months later he's no longer here so i I just want to say prayers to dmx prayers to his family prayers to anybody that he's touched you know there's never going to be another authentic real ass nigga like dmx and i've always appreciate him for that yeah i'm 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 grateful for the uh for the versus battle that we had earlier facts Um, um, last year, a celebrating him. that was oh, amazing. Yeah. I know I'm he glad got to feel all that love. I know, I know that meant the world to him. And what did he do when he was on there? Nigga was himself. When he had to piss, right in the middle of the shit, he was, yo, I gotta go take a piss. And he told some stories that I, next, bro. and he told some cool stories with him and Snoop. And I really appreciate that. I Get bet, at me, I, dog. It's based on something Snoop Dogg said to him. Like that's crazy, and, bro. And what's so crazy is that I wish, man. That's why when this whole pandemic thing is over, I'm gonna make it my my business to actually start going to concerts and actually try to you know see these um, artists in person because I it's gonna be one of my biggest regrets not seeing DMX live because I know he puts on a great show. You get those performers Yo, that only give you lazy ass shows. Amazing, damn. I, I, I would never it's get amazing. that. Amazing. Tech, while Tech was talking, I know we're going to cut this, but while Tech was talking, it made me think of something that I didn't really immediately realize. He never once rapped about selling drugs. In a big era where everybody rapped about selling drugs, DMX never rapped about selling drugs. He, didn't glorify he that. never once rapped about selling crack or coke or anything. Yeah, man, because he, he, he about knew niggas' asses. Yeah. Which you know, you you pick and choose how you want to weigh out what a sin is a sin. But in this instance, like in the terms of being authentic and staying real to yourself, I, now mind you, I don't know if he ever sold a drug, but he never rapped about it. He didn't so I would imagine that that just wasn't a part of something that he did or wanted to do. So and you're, you're, I, I respect him more. Is and even like with his drug use, he never glorified his drug use or any of that either. Never. Yep, he always said crazy. it was demons. He always said that he wished that the person that gave him that crack at 14 never did it to him. But he was always transparent. And a lot of people mm-hmm. are dealing with drug issues and stuff like that. And seeing somebody at the stature of DMX being willing to just be all the way real with it, you gotta have respect for him. Because there's a lot of our famous stars right now that are straight up cokeheads, look crazy. You know what's so crazy is that you have you notice that now. Thank you is for that, not letting me finish my point. I'm, yeah. I apologize. My, okay. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my Go bad. For it, bro. No, what I'm saying right now is that you, you notice that now that drugs right drug use right now is glorified heavily. Like you ain't cool unless you do lean or some or some Molly or some shrooms or some, you know what I mean or coke or some yeah, shit. Shrooms ain't that. Well, shrooms I mean, ain't that bad. But well, it's like it's like it's glorified now. It's not even and the thing about it, we lost a great man. And I just wish that if you want to indulge in your own thing, talk about it cool, but try not to try to glorify like glorify like is the best thing because we just lost like literally in two in like in two years we lost like four rappers to this shit. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So we're gonna close it out. Um I don't I guess yeah, no. Tech said it best or I don't pray. I still will say it and I think that maybe I might for this. All prayers, condolences to his family, to his loved ones. 
Uh, and just, you know, just a final big up to a man that brought so much joy and understanding uh, to, if you want to be absolutely honest, a lot of misunderstood black men growing up. Um, so, you know, shout out to DMX forever. Um, so we, sorry that I'm stuttering, but it's just for me, to, you know, transitioning from one very sad topic to another very sad topic, especially one that we've ourselves have discussed on our podcast a number of times. Uh, you know, we continue to say how sick and tired we are to even have to talk about it, but here we go again. Uh, and that is with the case of the loss of uh, Dante Wright. Dante Wright is another uh, young black man, 20 years old, never even reached 21, uh, from Minnesota. Uh, was it Minneapolis? No, it was Brooklyn it was Center. Yeah, near Brooklyn, the- I know it was Brooklyn Center. I don't know if they were like choosing that to be a suburb or actual different city. Uh, so Dante Wright was murdered by police in uh in Brooklyn Center is a uh is a neighborhood out in Minnesota. Uh not too far, I think they're saying less than ten miles from where um George Floyd was murdered. Uh so just to give you a little background on the story, uh the police said that they had initially stopped because it was it was a uh it was it was stopped from uh a traffic violation. Traffic violation being the hanging of a uh, air freshener from the rearview mirror. Now, some states, in case you guys don't know, some states, uh, in most states, that actually is a law that that people have, but is rarely enforced, where you can't have anything that could uh, be disrupting your your line, obstructing your view, be hanging from your mirror. That includes, you know, fuzzy dice, uh, air fresheners, but it is rarely, if ever, enforced. In this instance, it was, uh, and then they tried the uh, the tags, and the tags had been expired, and um, <clears throat> they so they actually pulled this young man over, and they ran his uh, his license. Uh, his license came back saying that there was a warrant out for his arrest. Um, turns out that it was a misdemeanor warrant, and the the warrant was because he missed a Zoom court date, uh, which is you know his responsibility, but it's a missed court date. So in attempting to arrest this young man, the uh, the interaction got escalated. The escalation of the interaction resulted in the young man trying to flee, what I assume was in fear, uh, where he was handcuffed and he jumped back into the car. And he tried to flee, and an officer, uh, that officer's name is Kim Potter, I believe, Kim Potter, right? Yep. Kim Potter, uh as they were trying to restrain him and get him, stop him from getting away, uh, you could hear officers saying taser and they tase him, tase him. And Kim Potter screamed that she got a taser. So she's screaming taser, taser, taser. And they do that warning so that nobody else is touching him while he gets tased. And, uh, turns out she did not. She had her, she had her, uh, her issued, uh, Glock, the, the pistol that is issued to the police officers. And she accidentally, shot that young man with the pistol as opposed to the taser, which resulted in a young man dying. Uh, people are still very angry because not only did he die, he ju- so he jumped back in the car, he drove a few blocks and wound up crashing uh, and dying uh, and being left out on the ground for about eight hours as police did their investigation with him dead on the ground. His mother had been on the phone 
with him at the time of, of the, all this happening. So she was able to hear him screaming, able to hear the gunshot. And he had his girlfriend in the car. Uh, this young man, there's a lot that goes on with the tape as far as listening to the officer speak. The officer, Kim Porter, admitting, oh my God, I shot him. Uh, that being something that she said immediately. Um, and just understanding that this is another instance of resisting arrest being an execution for black people. Uh, so I guess we'll lead into the question of what is everyone's thoughts on this entire situation? And do you think that this officer will actually be held accountable for this incident? Or, you know, are we, are we just watching for this to turn into another BS uh, failed conviction? Well, damn, another situation, another black man dies. But I might say some controversial things right now that maybe the my co-host, my other um, people on the podcast might not disagree with me, but it has to be said. Granted, this woman had no right to shoot this man at all, at all, no matter what. He didn't have a weapon. He was trying to escape. There's no reason to shoot someone. But we need to hold people accountable now. And I feel like with today's climate where... You know, right now, when law enforcement pull you over, you got to be on your pins and needles right now for this shit. And he should know this, especially as a black man. He should know that, you know what, I, I got to, you know, try to be, try not to do something stupid or try not to cause, because they, they are willing and able to pull out their gun with no, with no hesitation at you. And for him to run into his car like that, like, come on, man, it got to be some accountability for this shit. Because I, you, I can't cut you off for that a quick is, second. Let, let, him, let, him, let him finish it. Let him nah. finish. Well, he asked for it. He did say at the beginning he thinks that we're going to disagree. Well, but let him at least I, finish like, his thought. I honestly think that he didn't deserve to die. No one deserves to die. But like I said before, today's climate, we got to be careful, especially as minority. You got to know that what you might do at that moment might cost you your life or might not even make you go home to see your family or you might be hurt. So we have to hold him, we have to at least hold him accountable. For that shit, because you you had no reason trying to run away, all right. But also, I'm I think this woman that killed him is a is, is a piece of shit because you can no way, shape, and form that I even asked my friend that's a cop. He told me the difference between a fucking taser and a gun is, a, is you you would know the difference. And for her to shoot him is ridiculous. I feel like I'm keep tired of saying that we need better training, but. Why do we need when someone's running away with no weapons or anything like that? Why do we need to pull out the why do they need to pull out a gun? Is there other ways to subdue someone without killing someone? It's like that's why like that's why nowadays if I if if I was younger and doing some dumb shit like running away from a cop, I would just stop because they will shoot you in your back, which they had no have no right to do. But but I'm gonna keep a long story short. I think that it's fucked up and I think that she's gonna get away with it because they're gonna use what I just said that he tried to get away and they're going to probably use that in her favor because, you know, cops are like the mob. They get away whatever they want. So, yeah. The one thing that, and I'm sorry, I'll keep cutting y'all off. The one thing that I wanted to say as far as accountability is concerned is that in the instance, like what you're discussing with like what you're discussing is we're throwing accountability at him for dying in a situation where no other people you you're not no one should die not dying it's trying not, to escape sure try to escape. resisting resisting arrest is not a death sentence of course but 
it's not death sentence, but you should know better. How much time? How much time do you think you get for resisting arrest? Mm, I don't know. Maybe like a year or so. I don't know. A year, and maybe a maybe a year or a thousand dollar fine. It's not. It's not. It's not an instance of. It's not anything where he should die, right now. I'm not saying it's glorified for him to die or for that. I, I, and I know, and I know you're not. But when you say that he has to be accountable, granted, he made a terrible decision. The response of somebody who is trained, a trained professional. She had been on the force for 28 years. She was actually the president of the training of I forget which committee. Maybe Tech could tell you, but she oversaw training other officers. Yeah, she had a trainee out there with her. She the had a trainee, trainee at the time of this. Yeah, yeah. So in, if in terms of accountability and responsibility in there, it's going to be, granted, he does have a, listen, we all been there. I think we all young enough to realize, yo, when we was young, the police, yo, you got dip. Even if you didn't do anything wrong, you would you dip first and you think about that shit after. But yeah, but when we were younger, He's it twenty. It was they weren't videos and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. Then. Yes, but there was still was the stories were still present. Stories, but now this. My now father this. was telling my father was telling me about police brutality at this extent from I was a kid. But if you know Rodney like, King, that? Rodney King happened when? But how many stories just popped up like within a year, like they're four popping, or five? Yeah, stories? but they're popping up now just because there's a video of it. That exactly. doesn't change the fact that that doesn't but change the fact be, that these things have existed. Yeah, before. but talk, talk, make talk go. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I agree with both of you guys. Both of you guys have re- really, really valid points. Um, the way, like, we don't know the full story right now, but at this point, they're painting a picture to make sure that Kim Potter gets off. Because when, when the first, you know, when it first got announced that you know he got pulled over and stuff like that, they said that the charge that he had was for marijuana, marijuana use. But now they're stating that the charge was actually. Sometime last year, he got caught with an illegal weapon, and he attempted to run from police. So, get can I add to that? Good. It turned. It wasn't an illegal weapon. It was a legally owned weapon that he didn't have a permit to carry, which is again a misdemeanor. It wasn't. A, it was not a felony. Okay, but he he still had a gun. So just sure, but that that changes the dynamic of it from a legal. Standpoint. Yo, all right, as. It, that's semantics. Let let tech finish, and then we'll go. Like, on. sure. Just just look at it from, you know, I'm never going. You know, I'm not here to take up for cops and shit like that. But if you look at what this kid was charged for, he had a gun that he wasn't supposed to have, and he had attempted to run from cops before. And then when you look at the video, what did he try to do again? He tried to run from cops. When so, did he try to run from cops before? But that's what they that's what they literally said was part of the charge is that he was caught with a gun that was not owned by him and that he attempted to run from police. That's what how they're trying to frame it. And if you look at it from that situation, you you would think the cops would be on edge. One thing I don't understand about the whole situation when they was arresting him is whenever somebody gets out of a car, they always tell you to get out the car and close the door. Why were they trying to handcuff him with the door open? He wouldn't have had an opportunity to jump in the car if. The door was closed. So that that didn't make any sense to me. And yeah, of course, a taser and a gun is two different things. Like you should know exactly what you have in your hand. She should be held accountable for that. But they are literally setting this up for her not to be charged. And Angus is right. Like, listen, 
we can't, you know, death is not a, you know, a reason or what should happen if you get pulled over by a cop, but you have to take accountability for what you're doing. I'm not going to make an attempt to run from a cop because I know that that can happen. And I'm literally giving them a reason to do something that's absolutely not fair. It's fucked up. As black men, we should look at it like, oh, well, we see videos of white people spitting at cops. and We're not white people. Exactly. We got to understand that, hey, you know, it's not fair that America is different and treats us different. But guess what? That's what the fuck it is. So if you have sons and shit like that, you have to tell them when these fucking cops come around you, even if the even if you know for a fact that they are wrong, if you put yourself in a situation, something really bad can happen to you. And nine times out of ten. They are going to get away with it. No amount of money that they're going to pay Dante's family is ever going to bring him back and they're never going to care. But this woman is not going to go to jail for it. And it's unfortunate, but he played a part in what happened to him. And that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, Kadeem. So my biggest thing is I I actually agree with Gus, right? I, I do not, by no means is a traffic stop, traffic stop a death sentence. Right, it shouldn't have. It should never led to the death of this man, this guy. But he should not have made that move. With everything that's going on right now, I wouldn't even want to antagonize any police situation. I think there was like three cops all around him, right? They and he tried to run off while he was already pinned on the car. Like I, 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 I in this situation that you're in right now, you're better off doing two years in prison or being dead. And being dead. Or being dead. Like you should have you have a kid, you have the kid on the side. I get what we're doing. The problem is us as black people, it's kind of it's it's the same thing as the race card. We're turning everything into if you do it against black people, you're automatically wrong. She is wrong for shooting the gun. She should not there's no reason to shoot a gun. Uh I personally don't even think a taser should have need needed to be brought out. Let him run away. Build the case more. You could have let you could have built the case more. You're gonna catch him again. He lives in Minnesota. You have his address. You could literally storm his house. Stupid cops are very stupid in that situation. But when you're black, and if there's anything more than anything else, we we live in New York. They're in Minnesota, right? You watched last May a cop in front of people kneel on the man kneel on a man's neck with cameras pointing at with him. Cameras point on him. There we are in a. Is a four-week trial right now for a killing of a black man that everyone's seen, and you still try to run away from the cops? At this point, bro, you got caught. Take the L. It is what it is. Like, just do the, do your time. That's how I'm looking at it. If you if you ride it first and foremost, I'm a prevention's better. Prevention's better than cure. If you, I would never ride dirty. Like, if, why am I even in a car? Like, I'm not gonna put that situation out there, you know. But if a cop, if they caught you, and you got to deal with these trigger happy cops. I just personally, I wouldn't even have made the move. It just didn't make sense for him to run away. I'm not, I'm not blaming him for dying because a traffic stop should never mean the death of a human being. But in 2021, that's what that means. Every fucking killing that's happening is happening at fucking traffic stops. Not every, but a lot of them are happening, happening at traffic stops. Someone was killed at Wendy's. Philando Castile was killed when he told the person that I have a legal firearm. Like these are the things that are happening. I, I just, I, for me personally, I'm, I'm like, why would you run? There was no reason to run. There was no reason to move. You already pinned on the car. That's I, 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 your information. Like they, you're, you're dead. To, you're, you're, they got, they got you. They got you. You're dead to rights. At this point in time, 
you got to think logically. Even if you got in the car, there are two small cars behind you. What are you you going to do? You can't go home. You're not going to. This is not fucking Need for Speed and Grand Theft Auto where you could could fucking hide in a corner and and the stars will go away. Like, you're not going to get away. Like, this is what I I don't understand because I know niggas will be like, yo, I'm going to run from the boys and they be in New York. And I'm like, you know, once they get your license, they're going to pull up to your crib. What are you going to do? You're not going to go to your parents. You're not going to go home anymore. You caught. It is what it is. Like you gotta, you gotta be smart about your moves. I and like I said, I'm not justifying his killing. That cop is wrong. You, she, know, she should have known better because of the training that she had. Uh, for you know, for, for the amount, the amount of years she been on the, uh, she been on the force. And I've held a uh, taser gun and I've held a gun. The triggers are not even the same. Also, when they're uh, when they're holstered, both weapons should have their their safety on. So, if she pulled out that gun and that gun didn't have a safety on, that means that you had you had intent to do something crazy. So, in my mind, she's still fucked up, and I think she should get charged to the fullest degree. But on the flip side of it, he could have still been alive today. He could have got arrested, probably got out on parole. He probably would they probably gave him two years time. Fucking behavior, you out in a year. Could have been fine, right? It, it it's just I. I his death to me is so tragic because it was literally it could, have been avoided. it could have been avoided. It was one move. And this is what we, we can't do. We can't sit here and just, well, the cops killed him. Yes. But the cops were provoked. Stop provoking fucking cops. Stop provoking them. Why the fuck are you provoking and these cops? You, and if you know what they're going to do, I don't, I, I hold this on, whole hold riot on. shit is ridiculous nobody, now, man. nobody provoke cops in that situation. What? There is no provoking of a police officer in that situation to to warrant to to not even come close to warranting the need of a taser, let alone that he wasn't punching him, he wasn't swinging on. My biggest argument is this: everything that y'all saying, y'all have every right to say, and and it does fall underneath some basis of truth. The argument that everyone is having is that why do we have why do we have to go? Yeah, Yo, you know, black people are dying, so we shouldn't do this. That's the argument. But you know why? The argument is why not? Because no uh, no other race has to say that. But that's what it is. And that's the that's the problem. The fact that we can go it is what it is is the problem. That's no, no, what, no, that's, it's not it is that's what it is. It's not it is what it is. But if if in this climate right now this is what we're dealing with, then you need to be smarter. You have a fucking kid. Bro, you, you, you're a parent just like me. And you have someone in the car with situation. we're not but but you and I, you and I we have different circumstances that allow us to think differently. But that's at twenty years old. At twenty years old, I'm not the same person I am. At thirty, I'm thirty three. Okay, when you think about it. I mean, people at twenty I, now are yeah, more still, wiser yeah, than thirty year olds. Hold on, now, Randy has known me longer than everybody here. At my young age, how quickly would I punch somebody in the face? Oh, immediately. At work, immediately. He was. He was on. Kadeem, you came. You came a little bit afterwards. How quickly was I to tell a nigga? To their face, I'll fuck you up in here. Oh yeah, immediately. Yeah, that's a fact. I know. There's certain things. There, granted, there's certain. There's just certain things that you learn a little bit later. He doesn't even get that opportunity. You're right. So- what you're saying is correct, but we also have to go. Why? But why do we still have to? So even in this climate where everything is happening, why are the police still not being more cautious? Why are they not going? Oh, let me check this a little bit. Why is it that we have to do so much more work? To stop ourselves from dying, then they have to do to stop themselves from killing us. Yeah, one thing I will, I, I do want to bring up specifically on cop points. I, I don't understand why the fuck cops feel the need that they have to complete a, a, an arrest at that point in time. If someone runs, you have their address, you have their car, you 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 know you have all of that. Let them run. 
Like, if you think about when we was working in, in, you know, our previous job, you could do whatever. Steal all the shit you want. We 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 break all the shit. That's gonna come back. Like we, I, that's one thing that, that that really did piss me off in this situation. Because even if he did run, like where is he gonna go? He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. Uh, he doesn't need to to to. Oh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, you you got someone else can go in. Um, that shit pissing me off, now, man. Like, I think, yo I yo think... yo is what you're saying is absolutely true and it's, it's so on point like why the hell do we have to think for somebody who's been on the force for 26 years she should know better she should know what she's doing but we still have to understand like yo he didn't deserve to die even him getting making an attempt to hop in the car and drive off he did not deserve to die they should not have shot him but when you put that variable in the air now he's not going to have justice because people, you know, we're going to see it like, hey, it's fucked up. This this woman should go to jail for what she did. But when you get, you know, a bunch of people that's going to sit in that jury and they're going to watch that video and then they're going to look and see, oh, well, he did try to run and get away. She did say taser three times. She did make it seem like she had a taser. They're not going to convict her. And what he did put this situation into a place where he's not going to get justice for his own murder. And it's fucked up. He should, like, she should go to jail because if, God forbid, one of us did something like that, we can't just say, oh, it was, it was a mistake. I, I thought it was a taser. But because she's a white cop and he's a black kid, that's what's going to happen. So we, listen, I, I, I don't think it's fair that we have to think for cops and we have to be the right mind for them and tell them, you know, make them feel comfortable when they're the ones with a fucking gun, with a fucking taser, with a fucking nightstick, with fucking handcuffs. And we ain't got shit and we got to make them feel comfortable. But guess what? I'm trying to go home. And anybody that's close to me that I love, that's a a young black man, I'm going to tell them the same thing. Do whatever the fuck you got to do to go home because these people will fucking kill you and not be held accountable for it. I think I'm a little bit more emotionally invested in this. And not to say that you guys aren't, but prior to all this happening, maybe a couple of weeks ago, my, my baby brother got pulled over for uh, having air fresheners in, in his, uh, on his rear view mirror. Yeah, it's a thing. They use so that as I, so in my head, I attached it to saying, like, that could have been my brother. And I know my brother. He, he recorded it. He started putting it over Instagram. That's how I knew it happened. I called him immediately. Yo, what's up? You, what's going on? That's my brother. I, I would, I would, I would definitely do time for him. That he's the youngest out of all of. He's the youngest boy out of all of us. I wouldn't know how to how to go around continuing his life that if that would have been him. And the other part, I had a conversation with a female cop, a black female cop. And again, this may be why I'm a little bit more emotional on this subject. And she's talking about the whole BLM and blue lives and all this bullshit. And I was talking with her, we were having a conversation and a lot of what she was bringing up, I just kept feeling like, yo, what type of bullshit narrative are you, are you talking about? Cause she tried to bring up, uh, Oh yeah. But what do we say about people in the hood? Oh my God. What, what do y'all say when they do argument. stuff like that? Oh my God. And for me, I think the same argument I'm making now was, are we trying to say that we're willing to hold civilians to to a greater level than we're willing to hold police officers who are paid public servants and who are training, 
who go to training and to go to an actual academy when you got to get some type of college credit. And then you have to go to a training academy and graduate from that academy while having evaluations, including psych evaluations. So you must say that you're up, that you are up to even doing this job. And then I'm supposed to say that the average nigga from the hood that ain't got nothing going for them is supposed to be held at a higher level than you. Is that what we're trying to say? And I think that's how I look at situations like this in terms of how accountability should be shared. Everyone's going to be accountable for what happens. But do we are we saying that we're willing to hold his accountability to the same level that we're saying we're willing to hold the police officers? Absolutely not. Absolutely Hell not. No, that, and, and I think maybe I, wasn't word, maybe I wasn't wording my portion of it that way. But once we started talking about accountability, especially in those terms, that's how I took it. Like, yo, I know we're really not going to sit here and try to say that that's on the same level as a as as a twenty eight year veteran, that this twenty year old kid she's been on that job longer than this nigga been alive, and that was my that that for 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 everybody that's my biggest takeaway, is that in terms of accountability, we still have to look at these police officers because they are trained professionals, that they citizens are not the same. We can't no matter what you can't be like oh the citizen should, the cop is supposed to be able to handle all of this. So again, nothing was going towards Ja. I just think that this this in itself is a very emotional thing for me. And that was my part of it. All right. I mean, uh, of course we're not gonna do a euro now on this. Um it's oh, been a shit. whole lot of now subjects. You said it right. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah man, but, he, but he's trash and everything else. It's been a whole lot of now subjects. So yeah. for DMX, that's your for life. Well, I'm a, hopefully we, I could bring us back with this funny topic. What well, is funny um next topic I'm about to bring up, which and I thought is really funny. Mr. Jason Taylor, a.k.a. The Game, went on Twitter and I thought was a ridiculous post, but we'll see. He went on Twitter and I quote and said, maybe I'm old school, but my women ain't paying for one damn bill. Not rent, not mortgage, not a car note, not nails, hair, clothes, phone or groceries. If you're taking care of home and cooking and fucking the shit out of me, life on me, period. The Game has generated millions of dollars in its whole entire in his career and for this man to go on twitter to say something like that to encourage young gold diggers to expect this from a man <laughs> is fucking ridiculous what do you fellas think about this shit do you agree with this guy because you know as from what i just said you know i don't agree with this motherfucker at all we'll, we'll, we'll let you close it out we know you got a lot to say about it um i i can honestly say that um I, th- I think it's fucking ridiculous what he's saying, because like like Gus said, you know, he's a multimillionaire. He can afford to take care of a woman and just let her just sit back, cook, as he says, fuck, fuck his brains out. Like, cook. Yeah, exactly. She's not cooking. She's ordering through fucking Uber Eats. But not out the bitch he, can, he, he can afford to do that. And the problem with what he says is that regular ass women are going to look at all of us regular ass men and be like, hey. Why aren't y'all like the game? You know why I'm not like the game? Because I don't have millions of fucking dollars. I live in the United States in 2021, where guess what? Shit is expensive. I'm trying my best to do what I can to make money so I can be able to, if I if I had the money to be able to do that, of course I would want to be able to take care of my woman. But that's not realistic. And what he's doing is setting an expectation based on his life and saying it to all of his fans, and you got all these dumbass women talking about, yeah, King, that's what I'm talking about. That's how it should be. Listen, the reason why it was like that back in the, you know, the 30s and the 40s and the 50s is because guess what? 
a household could live off of just a man's salary. $12 an hour. Exactly. Um, they could live off that. A woman could just stay home and have kids. But guess what? You know what happens when you actually just stay home and have kids and have a man take care of you? You're not his spouse. You're basically just another child that he's taking mm-hmm. care of. So, right. get, get. Not only that, because, right, it was not just expected. You had no right to do anything else, nigga. <laughs> like, why are y'all women? Why are women acting like, oh yeah, let's? You know why it was sitting in the kitchen? Because that's the fuck I told you to do. That's the fuck I told you to do. You want to do what? You want to read, bitch? Want to vote? What? You want to what? You think you're a human being now? You my property? You gotta remember, the twenties, the thirties. Yeah, women were property. Not even up until like the fifties. Maybe even you want to be absolutely honest now. We're in 2021. If you go down to the South, it's still like that. Yep. There's still there's still places where women fall short of being nigga, and women are still fighting for equality in jobs. I think last episode we talked about the WNBA and the discrepancies within pay with that. I get that because it's it's sports entertainment. But in an actual job, in a retail, let's say you were a president of a company or two people going as executives. Doing the same exact thing, women are going to get paid far less than, than than their male counterparts to do the same thing. So what the fuck is y'all talking about? You're not in this world where there, there's no, there's, you're not even in a world or a safe place where it is equal for you to be saying you deserve or you would prefer this. There's a reason why women were told to shut the fuck up and go to the kitchen and, and just do the things that he's saying, oh, she's doing that. He's, he's taking her back in time. Yes. He's taking if, away y'all rights. This- y'all talking about year game. This is what I'm talking about. Like, so, what? So, people, if I'm paying for your phone bill, your car notes, your everything, what you got? You ain't got no job, right? So, if I say, bitch, I'm done with you. What you, you going to do? do? Yep. Where you going? How you going to take care of And yourself? that's not for nothing. If you have it, you have it. You can do. If I have enough money to buy my own home to where, like, all I got to worry about is mortgage and they ain't hitting like that, and my lady... Oh, you ain't got to worry about that. But those extra things, those extra curriculars, and even the idea of you just staying in the house, if you needed some time to figure some stuff out, by all means. But no one is going to stay up in my home just thinking they could just sleep up and eat up. No one. My kids are expected to... Yep. Maybe you had 16, get a job. Hey. Yep. <laughs> I've, been, I've been out here. I've been paying rent since... <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been, on my, I've been on my own since I was 19, 20. Ain't nobody taking care of me, so I ain't taking care of nobody. I have responsibilities, sure, but you're not my responsibility. You're my partner. And I don't know if y'all niggas know how partners work, but you got to take part in paying these fucking bills. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kadeem, yeah, what you think, man? Uh, <clears throat> the game oh, sounds damn. stupid. <laughs> God, no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the game sounds stupid. Uh, for, first and foremost, anybody that's that's going to preach what the game is saying, um, the game is forty one years old. Let's let's keep that in perspective. A lot of the, a lot of the niggas that girls are expecting, they expect a twenty five year old nigga to take care of them for the rest of their life, and you can't buy me a Birkin bag because there's a lot of these young girls that's moving like that. Uh, a lot of niggas don't get rich enough to pay for shit like that. Let's let's let I'm gonna leave the game out of it for being a rapper. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas can't take care of a wife. Or, you know, for one salary, 
till you're in probably in your late 30s, early 40s. That's a, that's that's really where it comes down to. It's not easy, 28, 34, 32 years old to sit there and say like, yeah, I make enough money that I could pay for everybody. If you're not coming out of school being a fucking engineer or a CEO, some type of startup tech company, your your money never gonna boom like that. So. Or you selling drugs and scamming, but okay, turnaround time on a scammer is like what four years maybe. Yeah. So, like, okay, you are gonna live the fast life for four years, and then what you gonna go into the next scammer? Cool. Uh, there's gonna be a point where like you need to settle down. So, uh, to me, the game. You're a rapper who's made millions of money. Uh, bro, you make all that money. Yeah, you should probably pay for everything the girl's doing because it makes no sense for you not to. You make all this money. There ain't no reason. You don't require a woman's income to do anything. But to slander other men because of that, because of that, that's stupid. Me and my wife, bro, I, I call me and my wife power couples all the time because me and her, we make a very good salary and we don't look at shit like, oh, I need you to uh, you know, you need to pay all the bills so I can just stay home. I don't. She doesn't look like that. My ultimate goal, for sure, will be to make enough money that my wife doesn't have to work anymore. That'll be my goal. But that's my goal as a husband. I don't want my wife to work. I want my wife to Not enjoy that, life. But you probably don't want to work anymore. I don't the want. The goal work. is the goal is for both of us yeah, to, to that, do this. So shit. I'm making moves in my life. So yeah, financial freedom. That's that's what that's what I'm doing. Absolutely. Like the game. He what he doesn't understand is. The game has never worked a day in his life. Like, okay, you you could say he's a drug dealer. He's a drug. He flip burgers. Not, no, not, not even that. I'm just I'm going from the the, the aspect of an, a rapper, right? I'm and I'm not saying rappers don't work hard to make their music, right? But a rapper can work, let's say, six months for them to really hammer out a good album. Six months, and they're not going to drop another album for two years. You work for six months, and you're good for eighteen months with income, and that's if you're not on tour. That's if you're not being pushed out by G unit and shit like that, where you're largely getting, you know, any type of pay from sponsored deals and all of that. The game, when did the game retire? 2019? 2020? I don't know so, if he retired, but rappers don't rappers don't retire. Man. Well, no, but didn't he say he, that like his last album was his no, last? So, his, so, last so. his last album was what? Uh, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, right? He 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 claims that's his last album. So you understand, game, you're physically not working, right? So you act like, yeah, yo, my wife and don't have to work. And you're still able to take care of a woman because you're of what able to... you're able to do. Exactly. And that's the point that I'm making. Like, you're, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, my wife don't work. I pay for everything. Nigga, you're not doing anything. You're, you're, you're getting paid off of, your, off of your past work. You're literally living off of passive income. Right? Which is fantastic which is for you. Yeah, which is fantastic yeah. for the that's game. That's what we all want. But that's don't what we set all want. Expectation. But don't set like don't set expectation and women don't think that niggas need to be like this because bro and, you... and, and yo and it's not even think that niggas need to be don't think that men can even get to this most people have to work till they're sixty five and they retire and they retire when they finally relax like, yo this it, nigga this nigga came out in two thousand five you know what he wasn't doing in two thousand four paying for bitches everything <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so that, so, so and this, is what, this is what I tell people like. The game is 41. Or like, they be like, I need a man that could, you know, that could pay for everything. But then they fucking sugar daddies that are 50, 60 years old who was working for 40 fucking years. And then they finally got rich enough that they could pay for every girl shit. So then I, 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 what I like when I hear people say stuff like that, I'm like, you sound crazy because your pussy's only going to be as you, you, I'm only going to give you money for as good you put as good as your pussy is. And if your pussy's not hitting after a while, I'm just going to leave you. Unless I'm one of the dumb guys that'll marry you and now you're entitled to half. But that's another conversation. But 
I, when I hear this this thing, I, I I think personally, this is the game. You've made enough money. You live in off of your morals. Uh, you you should very well pay for your woman. But the game, you talking like you got Jay Z money? Like yo, women is good for life. Like yo, game, chill out. You like four years with that pipeline drying up. Right, yeah, like yo, yo, Kadeem, to be in a I, fucked up way, yeah. Kadeem, I just want to say that you made a very, very good point because throughout that whole post, he never said anything about my wife doesn't have to pay for anything. He said my girl or the girl I'm fucking. So at any moment, if he decides that he doesn't want to fuck this girl anymore, she's thrown out on her ass and doesn't have nothing. And women are cheering that, and people like, don't understand. What? And the game is a hood nigga. He will literally pass on and go to another, go to another girl. So let's. Let's let's chill out, right? Get you a good nigga that you never gotta that he never gotta ask you money for. You don't ever gotta ask you for money, right? There's only two niggas in there's two or three niggas in this world. There's a nigga that's gonna pretty much never amount to anything, right? Who's probably gonna flip burgers at McDonald's for the rest of their life, whatever, right? You got the scammer drug dealers, right? Who may or may not make make it, and then you got the niggas who who have the regular job and they're just gonna um. You know, they may make a lot of money. They may make just enough money to live a, a happy, fruitful life, right? But you got to you gotta be patient with any of those niggas you choose. You got to be patient because you may be with the nigga who only make $40,000 for the next 10 years, but something might pop and that nigga went from $40,000 to making $500 million. And you think that he must carry you now after you've been dogging the nigga out since he didn't because he's not buying you a Birkin bag and, and you have to work? That's crazy. Like, that's what I say straight up. My wife. No question, even if we get a divorce, and assuming she didn't suck the nigga dick, she is set for life. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a stipulation. Uh, but she is set for life, no matter what happens. Like, we can get a divorce. I could go marry another woman, right? If I get rich, my wife is set because my wife did, she stood on my lows, she stood on my highs, my mediums, whatever it is. My wife is set for life. That's the type of woman you need on your side. But this, like, you got to get me a Birkin bag and pay for my shit and buy me a Bentley and shit like that? Nah. You go, you keep listening to the game. The game going to slut you out in the club, and the moment you say that you're not trying to fuck, he's going to pass you on to the next person. That's all I'll leave on that. Y'all, we got to let, let Gus go, man. Yeah. All right. That's you know, all I'll say on that. You know, you know Gus is about to go ham right now, so I just want to sit back and listen to this. Don't say bitch. Yeah, right. well, no, nah, he got to say bitch. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to. But I'm of the mindset where if you reach a certain pr- plateau in your life of success and, and money and you have a wife or someone that you value that might be your wife, of course, you should help her out. Help her, not encourage her to be a lazy, good for nothing housewife, because I think that's a that's a scapegoat for being lazy. You want to stay home and take care of the house, which is cool, but we both can take care of the house. You don't need to be taking care of the house. And while I'm working and you and I'm paying for everything, no, that's not how it works. I feel like a committed relationship or a wife should value a man that is willing to help her when the times when she needs it, and mentally and physically. I'm, I feel like what the um what the good brothers uh uh Kadeem, Randy, and Israel said earlier that women weren't allowed to do a lot of things back in the early days, and if I go on the path of helping you. Become a lazy, good for nothing, um, B. I'm contributing to you, contributing to you being nothing, a lazy ass. And women fought tooth and nails to get the equal opportunity to, to have the rights the same as men. 
And for you to celebrate a man that says he's going to take care of everything and all you have to do is stay home and fuck the shit out of him, you should be insulted because you're more than just a fucking Facts. vagina and a housewife. Facts. I Listen, I, I try my best to any relationship that I'm in and I'm, and I have, and I'm successful and I have more money. I don't mind helping you, but I'm not going to encourage you to be a lazy person because why would I want a lazy person? Because that means you're going to suck my money. You're a liability. You're going to suck my money out and I'm be broke just like you. If you're not helping me to grow or try to help me involve my money or, or try to start a business together, what the fuck are you good for? And I feel like the game is setting a wrong president because he's encouraging his his uh his followers and his fans thinking that this is good. No, this is fucking horrible because by you saying this, you probably have like five million followers. By you saying this, two hundred thousand of them are going to follow your steps and think that this shit is cool and expect another man to do this. This is not life because, like they said, like Randy and Israel said earlier, what if that guy gets tired of you? What are you going to do? You're going to be you're going to be left on stupid. So I think that the game should be slapped for this. I'm going to call him Jason until his ass correct himself because Jason <laughs> is wilding. Because I hate when rappers do this shit. When they come out with songs, you ain't you ain't a real nigga, you, you broke because you ain't got this or you ain't got this fly shit. No, my nigga, you're broke because the more money you invest in bullshit, you're taking away from your wealth. And you're encouraging people that don't have shit to try to imitate you on the screen or on your videos, making them buy expensive stuff, knowing damn well they can't afford it. You know how I many people I know right now that literally they house look like shit, but they have all the latest Jordans, all the latest jewelry, all the latest clothes, because they feel like they can they the shit because they they look the part but yet live like shit. And this is this guy Jason is a wild man. And for all you thoughts and thoughtsets or whatever, fuck you if you believe this shit. I'm not allowed to say B, bitch, no, but I'm no, going to say this B. Say it, say it, what you want. Say what you want, brother. I, I mean, say what you want. Say what you If chose, you believe like in this thing, if you believe in what he says, to me, no offense, you're a bitch. You're a good for nothing, lazy bitch, because you should want more for yourself than to have someone taking care of your ass. You should want a man that value, values you, your mind and your body and soul. And know that you that y'all can grow together. Because if you want to be a good for nothing person to stay home and take care of the kids, then you just setting women back that fought for you for years to get rights. So if you believe in this, you're a bitch. Sorry. And there you go. Wow. That, that's how you ended out. That's how you end the topic. So what is, is it a year or now on what game is talking about? Fuck nah. His name on. <laughs> Jason yeah, is wild. No, he's an oh, idiot. It's a whole nah, nigga. I, I love, you know, you know what's one thing. I love how niggas forget how broke they was, especially when in, in terms of dealing with women before they make it big, and then act like this is their lifestyle. It wasn't. You couldn't do this before. Why are you? Why are you putting down and, other people? When and, you couldn't do this before. And by you doing You're this, one in a million, my nigga, relax. And by you doing this, you know she's not gonna want you for that. She's gonna want you for your money. So it's not really anything. There, no substance in that relationship. Because if she knows that you're going to take care of her, she's only going to be there for the ride. And the thing is, listen, if you really want somebody that's going to be able to do that and be somebody like Game, he's part of the 1%. You regular-ass bitches are not part of the 1%. Especially so, in New York. 
So just <laughs> relax, deal with your nigga that's working at McDonald's, hustle with him, work hard so y'all can actually make it and make something out of yourself. Exactly. You're not getting the game. He's not Bro. talking to you. Sorry. He's not talking to you. Could you imagine if women or if if they invested in their nigga, bro, how 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 much more money you can make? Exactly. Some of the most successful men that aren't in the like entertainment and shit like that have strong women that are doing their own thing I and they know, build bro. together. Exactly, bro. bro. I, I I know I just said outside of the industry, but let's talk about one of the biggest couples ever: Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Where the fuck was Kanye West before he got with Kim? Broke, crying about money, talking about what? oh shit. Listen, he's broke. He had he issues. Yes, he had mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. She helped him get out of debt. Like 40, oh, uh, 40 something million dollars, 43 million dollars, some shit like that. Exactly. Look what happens when you get a woman that has her own thing and y'all can build together. Look, look at Jay Z and Beyonce. Jay Z had money. Jay Z was the biggest rapper ever. But Beyonce, when he got with Beyonce, that money nigga, he's came. Old. That money now came. He's old. Like, you think so? Absolutely. Bro, Jay, 150%. You don't think he had that he, mindset going into that relationship? Yeah, I know he, he did. did. I he know did. he did. But having Beyonce on his arm put him Beyonce in Beyonce allowed him to, allowed him to cross over. The moment, yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. moment Beyonce signed to Rock Nation, plug, instant bread. She signed to Rock Nation? Well, well not, not to Rock Nation, but like when he was able to like to manage her. She threw like, up the so rock, nigga. When she allowed Jay-Z into rooms that he wasn't going to get into. Come and, on. And, and you guys got to think because about she's it. Because like, she's a pop. Hold on, Gus. It's not like we're saying that he can't do these things, but you have to remember Jay-Z is a rapper ex-drug dealer. Okay. For some people, they still see that when they look at him. And people for, that don't know Jay-Z still see, oh, shit, a nigger. And, and you know what's Beyonce crazy? by his side, exactly. it changes the dynamic of that. A Beyonce lot, can't open the door. A lot of people look at Jay-Z. We think Jay-Z is the man. He does what he, he does in business. A lot of these people in you know middle America, that is Beyonce's husband. That is Beyonce's That's husband. That's what they know him as. Let, He's wow, Beyonce's really? husband. Let's, yes. keep it, let's keep it a stack. You go to Europe, they don't know Jay-Z, they know Beyonce. Okay, okay. <laughs> This is not to take away. Jay Z is one of the biggest rappers. We're not talking. We're not talking down on Hov at all. We're not at all. Hov is the Hov is the goat, right? But like, you gotta really think. Jay Z got with Beyonce in 03, right? Jay Z is still a rapper in that Biggie Smalls, Tupac era. No rapper made it past a certain point. Even the Dr. Dre's. Dr. Dre didn't make it far as the rapper. He made it as far as the producer, right? So. Beyonce really that opened the bag, but doesn't not to take away from Hove. Hove is still a goat. He was gonna be here one way or the other. So I always like I, I give him the respect for that. But cool, those are some you know serious but cla- uh, last funny topics. Um, so we could jump into some quick hits, uh, really quick. The goat Bernie Madoff. He created the scamming that all we that we all know today. <laughs> king scam, king scam. He's the scammy scam king two thousand. I'm never, I'm never gonna be mad at a white man stealing from other white people. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know why they get mad because corporate listen, America is still from the regular folks. Listen, 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 my man Bernie, bro. 
You know where everybody came up with the susu and the the, the, the stimmy skimmies? <laughs> the susu. <laughs> it came from it came from that man Bernie, bro. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie started the yo. Bernie started turn that's fifty the, into five thousand. That's the king scammer, bro. I'll, I'll you give me your Gus, money. Gus I'll turn your money. game from him. Nigga said, I'm gonna turn your money <laughs> into five billion, but I'm gonna keep that five hey, Gus, billion. Turn turn forty two into <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to twelve grand. Twelve grand. That forty two. I'm waiting to see that receipt. Man, uh, <laughs> he was reading the Bernie Madoff book. Boy, Bernie, but uh, what? He he passed away in prison. Um, I, I think it was just of natural causes, just with age. Um, yeah, he was eighty-two. Eighty-two. Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't. Rest in peace. I guess I don't care. Like I mean, not to not in a fucked up sense, but just like you know, he's. he's ah, who cares? He cares. Look at him. Yeah, he he died. I mean, he he's the king scammer. A lot of the scammer. Yo, a lot of the the niggas that you bitches is with now came from this king scammer right here. Now every, now every time your phone ring and it say potential spam, that's a ghost of Bernie. That's ghost of Bernie Madoff. <laughs> that boy Bernie. That's King Scammy Stimmy. So. Uh, yeah, he passed away. That's a quick hit. And uh, we could jump right into the bullshit of the week. Let's get it go. Bullshit of the week. Man, this is funny. My man Usher. Well, I don't know if this is bullshit of the week or pimp of the week, if it's true. Allegedly, my man Usher Raymond was out here throwing bills with his face on it at strippers. And a stripper called him out on it on Twitter or Instagram saying that he tried to pay them with fake money. Uh, honestly, fuck it. I throw whatever at you. I don't give a fuck. And it's kind of funny that how people are trying to tear Usher down now because of what he allegedly did. Fuck it. If I'm at a club and you want to be around me and you, you want to take my money, eventually that money that he throw with his face on is going to be worth something. So fuck it. Take it and, and shut the fuck up. That's my point. What y'all think Yo. about that, my man? The the man literally said, I, I, "I walk with a dollar worth of dimes because pimping ain't easy." So I can't, you can't take it away from this nigga. Of course he's doing shit like that. Yo. The fuck, yo, that's pimping, man. The f- <laughs> but um, yeah. So, it, it, but I, I think Gus, I, I don't think you read <laughs> what, what actually fucking happened. Um, it was oh, clarified, clarified that Usher oh, yeah. did he he did spend real money at the Vegas strip club as well. So. Uh, it's the bullshit oh, of the week. I, did, I, I just he, only he, I pointed out to the one that needed to be. Hold on, can I just say this? He had maybe I don't know if it's a week or so prior. He had posted pictures with the fake bunny like a while ago. It's not like that was new. Oh, uh, on his Instagram, he has like pictures with the money in the suitcase. And if you look at the suitcase, it's just, he's doing it for a photo shoot. And I, I don't know that that's what his intentions were when he went in there because. As far as I know, he just wanted to boogie tonight because he's honestly too young of a guy <laughs> to be. <laughs> to be home waiting on love. Cause so tonight he's gonna do what a single man does. And that's and that's Bernie. <laughs> listen, listen. So Usher, it came out that Usher is probably gonna do a residency in Vegas, and that's gonna be one of the props is the Usher Bucks. The women in the club got paid. That he, he actually paid them real money and stuff like that, and he probably was throwing his Usher Bucks as promotion for what he's about to do. But this just it just shows how quickly people are willing to run with a story and never, ever actually come through when people yep. actually explain what happened. That's because you know, I, did, I, did, I did put in the notes that, you know, that happened, but, you know, of course, Gus didn't. No, I mean, but listen, 
That's bullshit. <laughs> no, 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 that's bullshit. That these hoes go on Twitter to try to bring a man down for throwing they re- his they own re- money. They, at re- him. they retracted the statement. Now they retracted because they was about to get their ass a lawsuit. You think, you think when he walked out, he did this? <laughs> Yo, I'm Listen, impressed that you had it out. I'm impressed I, that you had, I, it, you had it loaded up at the point. That's pretty good, man. You know, <laughs> you know what's so funny? Those, 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 you know what's so funny? That those Usher dollars literally look like fucking real fucking money. I'm like, the, how do you? They don't. They no, don't. They no, don't look like any real hundred dollars. No, no, no. Except for the face, it actually actually copies the money down to kind of to a T. Yeah, it's easy to do that. But I didn't, scammers know, make ones with, I didn't, I didn't scammers know. make ones I didn't know you could, on it. I didn't know you can print some identical money like that. And no, shout out, shout out to Chris Brown and um Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage. They both were posting that they got their Ush bucks too. So that's probably going to turn into a thing. You know how much that shit is worth? It's going to be worth. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> that thank you for the bullshit of the week. Thank you for reading the bullshit of the week, Gus. I'm so in tune with the bullshit that these bitches talking. Like, go. <laughs> um, let's uh, just quickly with some quick sports topics. Um, Jamal Murray, uh, he he just got injured, he tore his ACL in the game against the Warriors. Um, it's kind of look like the NBA just. I don't know if it was the the bubble last season, but just players are just brittle, man. They just have just a lot of injuries going on. It's like, just weird. It's like when we were watching people, you know, like Kobe and shit. Kobe got injured when what year? Like his nineteenth or eighteenth yeah. year, or something 18th like, season, yeah. like it's like these people are made of fucking glass now. Like everybody gets hurt. Like and it was a no contact injury. He went up to do a layup and blew out his fucking knee. Like, what is happening right now? Yeah, I think the condition is... It's because of the compressed season. Yeah. Either yeah, compressed season. It was a, short, a very short break between uh, last season and this one. I mean, yeah. it, it, they they just conditioning themselves well, though. I, I'm with, I'm with Kadeem, because these niggas are professional ball players. If they weren't getting paid, they would play ball every day. When I was actually in shape, I used to play ball every single day. I was trash, uh, but I played every day. Shut up. Shut up. I played every day, and I didn't blow out my knee or want a no, con- no, no contact injury. Like, it seemed like even Don't people like, up, you know, people like this. There's a difference, Tech. I say this because you're also not generating the same type of force that they are when they're running and jumping. Could be, but I, I don't know. I, I watched Allen Iverson. I blew out my hamstring Listen, running. Allen Iverson was hurt his whole career. He was always injured, but he played. It's like these niggas high, made. It's like these niggas are made out of glass now, bro. No, no, no. Let's let's keep it a stack. I know we're trying to defend it, but the conditioning is definitely a thing. Players are definitely not conditioning themselves like how early. Yeah, but were. You, but like, uh, what's his name got hurt? Uh, and he has some of the best conditioning cool. on the planet. Cool. LeBron? LeBron, LeBron is Not even that. LeBron is... Hold on. Hold on. LeBron is 36 years old. Let's... let's. Well, you true. know what people are forgetting, that's right? True. If you think about shit... Yeah, LeBron's 36. LeBron is 36, <laughs> right? Like, if you go to the park and you see a 36-year-old playing basketball in the park, you, like, you oh, look you crazy. Get, you look... Oh, you get your... <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking court. If you walk to the party and you see tech with a full on exactly, <laughs> like if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Knee pads and everything. Looking like, get crazy. Old ass out of here. So listen, LeBron. You know what? Danger, the, you remember but, that? You remember when uh, Baron Davis dunked on Andre Karolinko? Yeah. And he lifted he lifted his jersey up and he had the the slim the slim waist trainer on. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, oh yeah, yeah. And they gave the nigga the tech. Yeah, yeah. I remember that tech. shit? Yeah, yeah. I remember that? I remember that? Got a waist trainer? It's like the goof out. <laughs> But, nah, seriously, the conditioning is definitely a thing because what's happening to LeBron now is what was happening to Kobe late in his career. 
like he would have to take a, a game or two off. Like I that started happening. So LeBron's 36. I'm not gonna I will never put LeBron in the same category as Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's like 24, 25 years old, however old he is. He's in his twenties. Yeah. No, yeah, this this is the prime of your life. Like Derek Rose, and he's was, injury prone. This is not the first time he got injured. Yeah, like the players are brittle. Fucking Kawhi Leonard. Like I'm like yo, Kawhi. What what the fuck? Why My are you, thigh hurt. I'm gonna sit like, out for two years. I'm gonna sit out for th- yeah. Like it's, it's crazy <laughs> now, right? Like Kevin Durant tore his ACL, so I'm fine. I'm, I'm tore his ACL. Uh, blue is Achilles. I could deal with him being out. And Kevin Shoot. Durant's like 33. Oops. He's like 33, 34. I can I can deal with that. People are forgetting how long certain niggas been in the league, so I can understand an older player being injured. Any nigga that started like after 2014 and y'all getting injured, nah, yeah, that gotta go. So, um, there. So that's uh, quick sports. One more topic. They they not leaving Kevin Durant alone. Kevin Durant got into it uh, with Shannon Sharp over Twitter. Uh, Shannon Sharp, uh, he supposedly he put a put a quote that Kevin Durant said that he never made. They went back and forth on Twitter. Shannon Sharp threw like a kind of, kind of like threat, like you know, meet me in the streets kind of situation. Then blocked them on Twitter. He said some shit like that. Like we don't need to go back. No, no. He said we can talk offline. We don't have to talk. Yeah, we We don't have to talk talk on Twitter. Yeah, we could talk offline, which is like meet me in the streets. Like, but, 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 you know, (laughs) what? No, 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 no. But Katie, Katie is right. Like, yo, you can go on your fucking show that you have millions of people watching and say that I said something. But now when I want to talk about it in front of everybody else, now all of a sudden it's, oh, let's talk on the side. But Shannon Sharp has said with every one of those situations that he don't argue with nobody's nobody's child. He said he will he will always be like, yo, let's put even with the Michael Rapport, when Michael Rapport put up on onto the uh onto their talk show, he said you should have pulled him to the side off the thing and did it. Well, Shannon just, Sharp has always said, I'm not arguing with nobody. I'll but just because that's what you just because that's just because what you would do, you can't expect other people to do the same thing, and you can be called out on it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you can be called out. Stay true to what he what he did was stay true to what nah, he's nah. always said. That's that's my thing. No, that's Shannon Sharp just said that he's he just said nah, exactly nah. what he's always the same said. way. You have the balls to go on your public platform and spew all this bullshit on on for millions of viewers. You should have the same way to let this man talk to you in front of everybody because you are. That's not the same. That's not the same thing. So if you go on a public platform, he said that if he was wrong, that you talk, let's talk about it. We don't have to argue for everybody else. No, to no, say but he, I don't think I don't think he was arguing. He was. Did he make a, Did he make a, did, he, did Shannon Sharp apologize? No, he didn't, apologize. He didn't even talk no. about him on the. He doubled the show. down. He doubled down. That's what Gus is trying to say. Like if you're gonna make that statement, bring it to light. Like okay, I made the mistake. That's the issue. You know the problem all overall is. Kevin Durant is the enemy of the league. This is this is literally what it is. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like honestly, I, don't know I, I love the fact him. that he's emotional and he's willing to clap back you know and what, say whatever. That, I love that about. Yeah, but, him. You know, but, you know what's so like, crazy? Like, hold on. What did he? What did he? Re- I mean, what did he really do? No, yeah, they, like, they, they, they mad at because he's he has a lot of stars on his team. But what what's mind blowing is that Philadelphia is a fucking loaded team, but nobody talks about them. That's Listen, what kills kill me. You know, know Philly is loaded, man. And they but, also about the Brooklyn yeah, but Nets. Nobody expects Philadelphia to do it. But they yeah, are loaded. Better. Yeah, yeah, they're loaded, but they're not. Especially when Jimmy Butler loaded. dies every year. No, no, but especially when they had Jimmy Butler two years ago, they were loaded, and no one yeah, said shit. No, 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 you're right, but the problem is there's not a superstar on the team. Yeah. Joel Embiid is not a superstar. Embiid is a superstar. What? He's a superstar, but he's very injury prone. He's no, no, he's a superstar. No, no, he's not a superstar yet. He's on trajectory. No, 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 he's on that trajectory. I will say AD is a superstar. I think it's too soon because 
because he still gets bodied a lot. But not, no, I think people I go Joel say, Embiid and think that Joel Embiid is just unstoppable, and he gets bodied a lot. What you're saying? Because if you're gonna say superstar, I'm thinking the LeBrons, the KDs, like the, the young. Joel Embiid the best center in the league. I, I put a, I put AD over I put Anthony Davis over over I put Valanciunas over if MB stays healthy I think he's better than jo- AD Valanc- that's the thing Joel Embiid cannot stay healthy he's not been healthy but when he's year. when he's on the field he's better than AD the whole the whole mantra of trust the process the whole mantra the whole mantra of trust the process came from let's wait for Joel wait, wait, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on okay Gus Mr. Stats man. Oh, here we go. Pull up. The, you, you, you're the one who pull up the stats all the time. What's show, me the st- show me the stats that, that shows Joel Embiid is better than Anthony Davis. He's not. He's when he said he is. When he's when he's playing, I think when he's, he's better playing than, at his best. He's, he's not. not he's better. better. He's defensively he's better. He's a more consistent. Statistically, he's. He's a more consistent Show scorer. me the statistics. Show me the you statistics. Computer, I mean, right now, so the computer right now. Show me. Mean, he's always like, say that shit. Statistically, he's better. Statistically, he's better. Show me the statistics. I, so, all right. Uh, like I said, I pick, Val- I pick Valanchunas because of health reasons. Valanchunas is going to be healthier longer than... Bro, than Joel Embiid is good. I'm not saying... Well, you're talking about his health. I'm talking about when no, he's still playing. I pick Joker. I pick Jokic over him. I'll put Jokic over... I. No. Yeah, y'all are wild, yeah. man. I, no, yeah, I think Jokic. Hold on, hold on. Let me let's, let's ask Tech. Let's see what Tech said. Tech, Tech went to go. Tech went to go pee. Because yeah, he, <laughs> he old. That nigga took this. Um, I know you guys didn't hear last week's episode, but I had a moment where I had to run to the bathroom because I almost peed on myself, and unfortunately, that almost happened again. So. Bro, and you know what's you know what's even worse? We're really at the end of this episode, and this nigga could have just hold it in for a I'm couple sorry, of I, I couldn't, man. What's yeah, the question? He got the. He was. Did you see the size cup this nigga been drinking out yeah. this whole time? Just ask him who's better, man. Hold on. Yo, okay. He, Tech, would you take Jokic over Joel Embiid? No, 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 not Jokic. Would you take Joel Embiid over Anthony Davis? Both both playing, no no injury. Healthy. No injury. Both healthy. You take Joel Embiid over Anthony Davis. LeBron I would take Joel Embiid. Thank you take Joel Embiid? LeBron. No, yes. You only said you know, because you know, LeBron you know why James. I will. No, no. You know why I will I'm take Joel Embiid? Because of LeBron James. What? No. Why? Are you talking, I think you're talking about this. Whatever. Never mind. Listen. You're talking about one on one. One Listen. I am a, play, a person that likes. Big men, pause, that are post players. Yo, that okay. can go down mm-hmm. in a post and One really go. But he can also Anthony, shoot outside. Anthony, Anthony Davis is a finesse big man. I've never been a fan of finesse big men at all. No, no. If, okay. you, if you can dominate in the paint, get your big ass down there and dominate in the paint. But no, Joel Embiid is a cool goal with Joel shooter. Wait, he's a great shooter he, he outside. Can do, he on. can do it, but the reason why he's blowing up this year and he, they're talking about him possibly being an MVP is because Doc Rivers was like, fuck all that shooting shit. Take your stupid ass down there on the paint and kill them niggas because they can't guard you. Okay. Everyone has, ever, everyone has definitely heard me on this podcast say that I can't stand centers and shit staying outside the lane. But if I have to just grade Overall performance, I I will put Anthony Davis over Joel Embiid. But I'm not saying you're like y'all make it seem like I'm trying to say like or Gus is trying to make it seem like Joel Embiid is garbage. By no means. That's what you're trying to make it seem. No, but by no means. But but, but the reason why. Okay, so you can put Joel. Let's say you want to give him a superstar. Fine, right? But Joel Embiid is not on the same caliber as. Kevin Durant and LeBron James. It's never gonna happen. You never said AD. You just said AD was. You know no. what? You know what? You know, yo, Kadeem, I'm I'm with you. I think that they actually throw the superstar label around to too many people. So, so you think AD? You, you think AD is a superstar? Five or six superstars in the you NBA. You think AD is a superstar? I, I, Minus, I, no, no. Let's, I think AD. Let's with LeBron James. You think he's a superstar? 
before we before we take this into, I don't want this to become a sweat podcast. I don't necessarily think that AD is a superstar, but I think AD is better than Joel Embiid. That's my personal opinion. Okay. But okay. Joel Embiid is not a superstar. A superstar is a player that will come in and drop fifty fucking points at any given time. What he's saying is correct, yo, bro, bro, bro. Day in, day out? bro, 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 listen, bro. Listen. Anthony Davis had his own team for seven straight years, and they were fucking trash. You can't and be a Joel, superstar. You can't be a superstar, and your team hardly makes the playoff, bro. And Joel Embiid did went to the playoffs with Philly. But, I okay, mean, but what Joel Embiid is that. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. He didn't do shit until he didn't do shit. He don't even. <laughs> I still would pick Jokic over Joel Embiid. You so you can. Yeah, we, we give you the no, no, but Jokic, no, no, Jokic is. You really, you really I'm, not taking Jokic, right I'm not Jokic taking Jokic because Jokic he can't no defend defense. nobody. He can't can defend what? anybody. No, 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 he can't defend anybody. No, 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 he can't. He can't. He got me. With me, I love players that are two way players, and he ain't a two way player. Okay, not even a little bit. right before we, you know, so we go finish this up. Joel Embiid is not a superstar. You have to I'm understand. I'm gonna text Joel Embiid right now. You gotta understand the play, the level of caliber of player that we're gonna call a superstar. Who are, who are your superstars, Kadeem? So say who and your superstars. Right now, I will right say now, LeBron, right KD. You can make an argument for James Harden when he was by himself. No, I don't think so. No, I, I, I said you can make it. What? No, no. You don't think James Harden is a this nigga. is a superstar? No, I, think, I, I think he's a. Make a I said you can make an argument. I said no, no, no. I said you can make an argument. I said no. No, you're bugging. I don't us. think. I don't think. I don't think. Mind. Mind. Just because like, led the league in scoring and assists. I don't like, think. Are you, are you insane, bro? He just, he just said that. Listen, listen. I, you, uh, this man. Let me I finish. Think let, me great. let me finish. Let me finish. Can he I finish? Can't get it done. Let, let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. What does getting it done have to do with anything? We're talking about players. He can't lead his team. Nothing. We can't lead his team to nowhere. We're talking about what a superstar is. Let me just finish. Right. I said you can make an argument for James Harden. I would this is disagreeable, but I'll say Steph Curry. Yep. And and after that, and I might just be blanking, and I can't remember. Maybe Kawhi. You can maybe maybe you can make an argument for Kawhi. Maybe Kawhi. I could agree. Maybe, with that. but it, it, it's kind of it's a little y- iffy with him. Giannis is a superstar. Giannis, Giannis is a superstar, right? But and of of those six people, at any given fourth quarter, they will drop a 20, 20 25 point fourth quarter. Joel Embiid is not doing that. No question. Uh, no. Let me no tell you. Cap. Let me tell you my superstar. You can lock down the problem with big men is it's unfortunate. You can lock down a big man. That's how the Pistons beat the Lakers. You can lock down All a big right. man. You you you, you kill the paint. You can stop Joel Embiid. Right, That's the me, problem with. Well, I can't say he's let, up there, but he's not there yet. Let me tell you. Uh, me personally, I don't care about I, what you're. I, no, no. I'm gonna say what it is. I heard your shit. Uh. My superstar is a two-way player. I can't play. I can't call somebody a superstar. That's the only play one side of the thing. You can't play two. You you don't deserve that title. LeBron James deserve it. Kawhi Leonard deserve it. KD, some yeah, you could say yes. Um, well, I, I think if you could do do both, you are a superstar. You can't give half-ass. You can't give a half-ass game until you consider yourself a superstar. Kobe Bryant I, can sorry. only play the shooting guard. He couldn't even play the three. You're gonna say Kobe Bryant is not a superstar? Kobe Bryant tried to def- is a defender. He could defend. Kobe he Bryant defend. was a shooting guard. So, uh, a shooting guard only. Can he? he hold, on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I think so. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Steph Curry is not a superstar. You I will change the fucking NBA, bro. You, so you you change the game with shooting. You think so? I right, so you so you give a pass to to players that only do one thing good instead of no, playing sports both sides. I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't. But when you're that fucking good that you change the whole league, yes, you are a superstar. Fuck even, fuck even that. If you make that a six foot three fucking player, it's unfucking guardable from any range. So, you are so a superstar. That means, so, that, so that means Damon Lillard is a superstar too. 
I, I'm good. Uh, you said Dame Lillard too. I'm, what is happening here, Gus? No, I'm saying. You don't think Dame Dollar is a superstar? Dame Dollar is definitely a superstar. Yes, you don't think Dame Dollar is a superstar? is not a superstar, but James is a superstar? I'm done. All right, go. Next topic. Ladies' topic, please. Because how the... Son, Joel Embiid is better than Dame Dollars. He's a better defender. He's I a better shooter. You, 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 you want to wait, wait, You want to hear how your whole you you lot? You want to hear how your whole logic is flawed? Because you said he's a better defender and a better shooter, right? What are you basing? You said Joel Embiid's a better shooter than Damian Lillard. Let me finish. As far as percentage, yes. Let me finish. Let me finish. Please let me let me get this point because this is the same shit that people do with the Michael Jordan debate. Oh my God, Joel Embiid is not a jump shooter. Joel Embiid gets most of his scoring in, in the paint. In the paint, but he if he needs to, he can shoot that shit. If he needs to, it doesn't matter. Dame Dillard, Damian, Damian Lillard is going to shoot the ball more. He's a fucking guard. You don't make any sense. This is the same shit when people use with Jordan. Right, right, so Jordan is Jordan's unguardable. Who's they be like? They be like, I ask him, who, who's guarding Jordan? They be like, oh, Patrick Ewing. How the fuck, Patrick Ewing is like, fucking guard Jordan? So, what the fuck? Are you, like, you cannot. Yo, yo dude, you just said like that. You cannot compare it. People, people say Joel Embiid is better. No, Joel Embiid to me is a better player. He does both sides. Dame Lada. Right, you know what? Forget it. Because defense don't matter to your ass. Apparently, just scoring the whole fucking points, that's what matters to you, apparently. Yeah, you know, you you're right. Care, you're right. About playing defense. By, your logic, by your logic, Tony Allen is the best fucking player in the league. Patrick does Beverly he, is a fucking does he, does, he, does he score as well as he plays? Lance, Lance, Lance Stevenson? My God, this dude was a fucking You see how he tried to twist it, right? Oh, does he, yeah, he, 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 did to switch, he did switch it, though. No, like, does he, up Tony, Tony Allen was not no, a no, scorer no, at all. Come on, man. He said two way. No, he wasn't. He ain't a two-way player, man. You're trying to... So, okay. So, what we're doing... Yeah, All we're doing is giving a pass because he's a big man, right? What the fuck? Wait, so because he's a big man, this is what's making him a superstar. Listen, listen, listen. Because he does what he needs to be done. Kadeem, 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 and Israel. Listen, last year's All Star game with All Stars, all the All Stars, who were they giving the ball to at the end of the game because he couldn't be stopped? Joel and B. Simple as that. Joel MB. They were going to They were going Joel MB. Huh? He was on LeBron's team? Yeah. Okay. Because if he wasn't, I'd have been like, them niggas still lost. So wait, wait, so <laughs> so wait, that's their justification that he's a superstar? Uh, that that's a justification that he's unstoppable and he's a great player. Uh, the reason why I won't give him superstar is because of this injury history and he hasn't yeah, played enough. If you, minus that, what would you, minus he, that, if he didn't get hurt all the time, yes, I would say Joel Embiid is. I would say Joel Embiid is a superstar. Here's, so here's where my response is: Sorry, ifs don't cut shit. So you ain't fucking if the nigga got injured, so he's not a goddamn superstar. Right, Lillard, James Harden, KD, LeBron, Steph Curry, all at any given time dropped 60 on every motherfucking team and could not be stopped. I don't care what you say anymore, bro. It doesn't matter. I don't well, care. You can, you, that's you what you look for is scoring? If right, you were straight, if on, you, were straight you might like girls, right? So I can say that. What? If you were straight, you might like girls, right? <laughs> ifs don't cut shit, bro. So I don't give a fuck about your ifs, nigga. This motherfucker made us talk about sports. talk about sports. You brought up the fucking man. Yo, let's get to the ladies' topic, man. Damn, man. Yo, the end. I fucking hate. Yeah, all the all the girls that listen to our podcast have already shut up, shut it off already. They left already. Yo, let's end this light off, man. Ladies' topic: Who gives? 
better relationship advice. Simple women Men or women. Jesus, what the My fuck? Fault. See, that's how I knew. This is what I knew. <laughs> nah, you want to let me finish? That's some shit Joel and B with. That, that, just jump to conclusions. That, 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 jump to conclusions. Let me finish. I'm a superstar. Damn. Anyway, um, who gives better relationship advice, men or women? Go ahead, hey, guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, all right. Women, of course, I mean, you got to be an idiot to take advice from a man that don't know a woman. I feel like the best advice you can get is from an actual woman that, because she knows what, she knows how women think. She know what to say. And she can give you better advice to approach a situation better than a man. A man can only give you so much information of his data of experience that he has with a woman, but a woman can give you the, the most information that you need to help you become a better communicator or whatever with that lady you want to be with. So women give the best advice. That's who I go to for advice. I'd never talk to no man because I'll be single. <laughs> I don't accept that because lesbians be going through it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yo, yo, I have some lesbian friends. Yes, is that not, am, that, am I not being real tight? War, bro. That's why I say that. Lesbians be going through it. If lesbians can't even figure out how to talk to another girl. And that's what they do. But out of the which the two, who gives better advice? To me, the best advice I've ever gotten was from my, one of my best friends. He's a dude. Really? Hmm? Oh, wow. That's why Now, on a consistent basis, I don't really ask people for advice or relationship because I, I look at every situation as a unique situation because people generalize way too often and it, and it can lead down a terribly stupid road. Uh, I would say that it has continuously been men for me who are in tune enough with themselves and that emotional side of themselves to give correct answers and not just be like that masculine dominated answers that we get when you'd be like, yo, fuck that bitch. So for me, it's still been dudes, but it has to be a particular type of dude. Well, with me, it's men and women that are older and have been in successful relationships. If you are getting advice, if you're getting advice from your 20 year old friend that have never been through anything, you are setting yourself up for failure. Talk to people that have been through it. When you, if you have an older couple that's been together for 40 years, that's the people that you should be talking to when it comes to getting real relationship advice because they know what it is to stay together. No relationship is perfect. There's always going to be issues. There's always going to be things because people aren't perfect. But you want to speak to people that have lived it and have really been through it and really understand what it is to actually maintain and keep a relationship strong. So I don't think it's either men or women. I think speak to older people that have actually lived through it. That's why I would say go to. Uh, for me, it's uh, someone who is away from the relationship. So um, if they don't have a, a an unconscious bias, like you being my best friend or you being that type of best friend, they will give the best advice. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's man or woman. Uh, if you have a bias, you're going <clears> to <throat> always give me some type of you're gonna give me some type of advice that's always gonna be biased to the one that you're the one that you're more loyal to. That's in my opinion. So, uh, whoever's as long as you can give an, uncon- an unconscious bias to that, that's who gives the best relationship advice. I will say that a woman will tell you where you fucking up, and a nigga will probably tell you where she fucking where up. she fucking <laughs> up, right? Exactly where she fucking up, and then like. You know, like I, I think it's like, nah, this bitch is wilding, yo. She's wrong. She's wrong. When like, oh, I'm the, I'm the one that's cheating. Yeah, yo, but she shouldn't have went through your phone. 
But uh, you know, like the, the shit like that. And then the girl be like, "Well, that, you, that is some nigga shit right there." That, that is she some nigga shit. She, that, she that, caught that, me cheating. I'm mad at her because she went through my phone. Your boy's a nigga that is in touch at least enough with himself on that emotional spectrum to be able to give you honest advice and not give you that. Yeah, because keep it a second. If everyone's like. And I, I I hit y'all like yeah son she fucking went through my phone so I was fucking this bitch now she mad yo like this is like yo why the fuck she went through your phone son she wilding like she invited my privacy like and that and then, <laughs> like that's not my my first response if 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 it was you I'd be like my nigga why you cheating nigga you married <laughs> why the fuck like, are for you me, cheating once you once you married like that cheating shit is out the window yeah but we like, talking about we talking about regular, like, we talking about regular nigga friends that's how regular nigga like if you had a club and y'all drinking like. Nah, yeah, I, I was never gonna be on that, man. Like, yo, if you're in a if you're married to someone, I'm never gonna be on your side because she went through your phone. Yeah, it's fucked up that she went through your phone, but nigga, you married. If you didn't, if you want to cheat and have fun, don't get fucking married. That's true. Yeah, if I if if I get drunk and you go through my phone, like if we married, first of all, I don't care anymore. If we're married, like if I actually spent money on us celebrating dating more. <laughs> then I'm not cheating anymore, my nigga. It's it's over. There ain't gonna be nothing. You, all you're gonna find on there is these nasty ass pervert searches that these niggas made me do this evening. Yeah, man. Yeah, Make sure yeah. you check out that you know that video I sent y'all. Yo, I, I laughed so hard. Like I be telling everyone, like video. if you ever what, who you said again, Gus, Beauty Dior. Yeah, Beauty Dior. Yo, check yo, out, man. Tell God, him, check I be out. telling my wife, I'm like, if you ever like girls think if you go through a nigga like a nigga's group chat, like it's just like. Yeah, y'all fuck this bitch. I'm like, if you ever see what niggas send to each other, it's a bunch of titty and ass we pictures talk from about t- bullshit, Twitter and shit. Bro. And then we just talk about bullshit. Like, it'd be like, me, like that argument that it's me and Gus had about Harry. sports, that argument that me and Gus had about Yo, sports. We have that in our group chat all the time, bro. <laughs> group chat all the time. It's, it's literally an argument. To this day, I still call Gus the biggest bandwagon in history. I don't, dec- I don't think you guys player. understand. He's not lying. We'll be sitting here and I'll be like, hey, guys, how's, no, actually, there's a whole lot. Gus gets picked on a lot. But he is an idiot, and he says idiotic things that causes people to get angry. Mm-hmm. Randy hates yeah. Gus more than anybody. Really? I don't know why. Gus, Gus. Like, Gus is my Gus, guy. Gus, Gus will dead be like, yo, good morning, my niggas. And Randy be like, yo, you fucking dumbass niggas. <laughs> I do not come at Gus like that. Start, don't, don't do that, tech, man. Tech, I do tech. not come at Gus, man. I swear if, to if God. Anybody really, listen. Gus, what was the last private text message I sent to you only? I said, damn, nigga, does this nigga hate you for breathing? I swear <laughs> to God. I text Gus and said, does this nigga hate you for breathing? Because you said one thing and text fucking went off. Said, you know why I go? Because I got love for Gus, man, and I want Gus to be great. And I think Gus has a potential to be retarded. I think Gus has a potential to be like one of the most, you know, popping podcasters out there because if he would just own up and speak to the things that he does, man, I think it's dope, and that's why it frustrates me. Because sometimes he gets on this fucking podcast and starts acting like, oh, shit, oh, I'm going to be politically correct. I'm not going to say bitch. Nigga, talk the way you talk, man. Hold on. Get, look at look at my phone. Well, the, the people can't listen. They, no, no, but you read it. You read it, nigga. The hell did you do to Randy? Nothing. You know how he is. She's like, he's trying to fight you every time you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I don't, I don't try to fight Gus, man. Gus Randy is my a bully, guy. son. The hell you no, doing, man? Randy? I'm an old man. I'm an old crotchety man, man. I'm always upset. <laughs> Listen, look how the podcast that's started. Look how the podcast it's, started. Y'all that's, niggas, no, that's what it is. All you y'all old, like, yo, what's wrong with you? You old, and, and Angus is always doing some young dumb shit, so it irritates the fuck out of you. <laughs> Listen, man. Yo, it's all love, man. 
But yo. But anyway. But but before we before we leave, let's congratulate Randy on finally getting a fucking chair instead of a kitchen chair sitting in. This is why I do become an actual No, no. He actually chair. has a chair now instead of pulling out the kitchen chair sitting in it. Uncomfortable ass kitchen chair. Right, he he said, uh, get no You've been sitting on. in the milk crate every episode? Yeah, nah, my, chair was, my chair was fucked up, bro. I actually got a good chair now. I could rock back, man. This shit's got, 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 got a pillow got a, on it, it now. The vibration feature? Nah, I ain't got the vibration feature. I'm, I'm cheap. That was like $20 more. He's like, that was $20 more. How much was this chair? Don't worry about it. You asked too much money. It was $30. Really you really can't put it in for the vibration Nah, man. I put I make my own vibrations when I fart. Whoa. Okay. Uh, on that note, thank you guys for this. For this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gave you a long podcast because we missed you last week. So there you go. It's not. It wasn't even that long. It didn't even feel that long. It was just a normal conversation. That nah, was great, man. This has been a great episode, man. I love yeah. fucking talking to you guys, man. Like, whenever you guys see me in my little mood and my little attitude and shit like that, just start having a conversation and I'll come through, man. Sometimes I just be in my own little world. But y'all my niggas. I fuck with y'all. This has been fun. You look like Manny Fresh, little brother. <laughs> you just took your glasses off. Oh, just... real big. Everything. That's it, guys. It's been another <laughs> episode of the Talking Bullshit Podcast. Um, I will say our last episode was only like an hour and thirty minutes. Like it, it just it didn't it didn't click. Yeah, so we got the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, what we, the fuck is going on? Yo, we, 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 we gonna drop some bloopers on that down the line. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to get that. We'll get that out there. Um so, there, so there's some things coming down the pipeline. I haven't let my guys know this, but I I am in currently in the work. We have some merch coming out very soon. So we are gonna be pushing that out. Um we'll I'll give you an update on that. Um we're uh this is a, a project that I'm tackling pretty much hands on by myself here. But Go for it, brother. Some, that's fucking dope. We man. have some merch coming down the line. We got some cock rings coming out. Yo, we got uh, we yeah. got so like I said <laughs> I can't Jesus Christ. I had this whole we got talking bullshit. Let's cool. be come out with some condoms though. Yo, some yo, anyway, so like I said, we got some merch coming out down the line. Um we got some big things happening this week. We're going to have a guest on the podcast very soon. We're just setting it up so it could be the, you know, so it could be as good as it was last season, if not better. Uh, just let everyone, fair warning, everyone knows if any guests that come on this podcast, ain't going to be no bullshit. You're going to come here and you're going to talk your shit. You need to argue with us. Uh, we want this to be as fun as possible. Um, but we got a lot of shit coming this year, man. Like we said, this podcast, we expect this to grow. We want this to, you know, we really want to push our brand out there. So as always... Look, I we want as much viewers as possible, but the people who are rocking with us who are listening to the episodes consistently sending us feedback, uh, we love that. We're always going to remember where we came from. When this takes off, man, We know you guys are going to be on the ride with us. So thanks again for listening to the Talking Bullshit podcast. This is episode number seven, part two, because last week should have been part one, but we uh, fucked that one up. Uh, everybody give you your goodbyes, your handles. Let's go. I'm out, and... That's it, man. Jesus Christ. Yo, I, I'm, I'm gonna start muting this nigga mic and making a about that's it. What? You know what it is? He literally is never ready to say anything. So he, that's why he just gets it over with. He's never ready. No, oh, man. But go ahead. You already know who it is. Israel said it, aka Mr. Wash Poppin'. Signing out. Realfi is. It's starting to see a little bit of decline. I think we need to talk about my OnlyFans a little bit. Tack, 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 tack. Come on, Nobody give us fuck your crusty-ass feet, nigga. Save us. I made $1,000 last month. Yeah. Save us. Show the receipt. Save us. 
Send us the receipt, nigga. Twelve thousand dollars. I make twelve. We still ain't know that twelve thousand dollar receipt though, Gus. This nigga really opened up OnlyFans. Nah, I'm opening my bank. Nah, nigga, don't show your bank account, nigga. That's that's your your paycheck, nigga. Don't fuck out of here. He did. First of all, first of all, when did when did we get paid? Don't worry about it, man. No, no, because you and I, you and I work at the same place. We get paid next week. Listen, man. What is it? What is the date? What is the date? Say for that. It says negative. It says negative. It's a it's a recent transaction. That says fourteen hundred dollars, man. That's your stimulus, nigga. That is. Close out. It's a eleven hundred. Close out. Close out. Yo, yo, yo. This is Randy. You know, tech and music fan on all social medias. Make sure you follow me. Holla at me. Chat with me. Um, chat with my brothers. And yeah, just another great episode. You say your brothers, you talking about us, right? Yeah, nigga. Okay. okay. Anyway, um, yep. And finally, uh, this is your boy Kadeem. Uh, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Formerly your boy Famous. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for rocking with us. Have a good night, guys. Peace. You know, we just, just, just talking on bullshit as we normally do. <laughs> Let me talk my bull. Man's gotta eat. I'm full. Man's got pulled. Look fired. Everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should. Good. Let me talk my bull. Man's gotta eat. I'm full. Man's got pulled. Acquired everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should. Good. I'm the man, goddamn. Make a hundred grand, I can. Dodging Uncle Sam, not jam. I'm blessed. And a couple fans waving hands. What's next? Move with the movement. No, we improving. True. Put it all together with a glue. Black men unite like the Jews. I knew from the gate it was fake. We was out of home place. Boy, I see Snipes with the scope. Be a broke man. No. We just joke. Give him hope. Me and the bros got a vision. Watch it grow. Watch it grow. Be the mission. Yeah. Let me talk my bull. Man's got to eat. I'm full. Man's got pulled. Look quiet. Everything I could. Make a couple mil. I should. Good. Let me talk my bull. Man's got to eat. I'm full. Man's got pulled. Look quiet. Everything I could. Make a couple mil. I should. Good.